0: Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. And welcome to our first episode. And welcome to episode two. Welcome to episode three of our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Hello wrestling fans and welcome to episode 4 of Hello wrestling fans and welcome to episode 5 Episode number 6 This is episode number 7 This is episode number 8 Episode number 9 Episode number 10 Episode number 11 Hello wrestling fans and happy new year Episode number 13 Episode number 14 Hello wrestling fans Hello wrestling fans This is episode number 17 This is episode number 18 This is episode number 19 outside we couldn't see it from our vantage point Wrestling fans and welcome back to our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. This is episode number twenty, and it is Monday, February twenty seventh, two thousand seventeen. I'm Joe Morata along with Michael Quinn, and Quinn. We are closing out season
1: two today. Yeah, we're also closing out the month. We are February twenty seventh. Crazy! It's already going to be March. Yeah, no, February's so weird because it's like <laughs> it it's is. like short. Why? Why is, why is it short? It's could they just not figure out how to like <laughs> time that? It's like Vince McMahon with RAW. Like, like, and then sometimes there's an overrun every few years. Well, what you know? gives me grief about it is grief. The, is the fact that there's months that are 31 days. Yes. So couldn't you just take one of those one days and give give Febu- it to February? Give it to February. So it has
0: 30 or 29 or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: it wouldn't make a difference.
0: You know my half-birthday would be February 29th, but there isn't always a February 29th.
1: Yeah, but that's just a half-birthday. That's just a half-birthday. Yeah, it's not serious. It's It's not like you are like four, like some people who are like, (laughs) you know, like... I was born on the 29th. Yeah, it's like they're they're babies, but they're not, (laughs) because... Time and weirdness. I don't know how that works. I
0: don't really either, but I do know this, Quinn. This is our season finale, like we said, and we have got a very interesting show planned for you folks. We're hanging on the cliff right now. We are on the cliff. It's on the cliff. The cliff. (laughs) We actually both, we know everything that we're going to talk about this time. It's a little bit different than normal. Yeah, it's not normal at all. We're going to talk about a wrestler and we're going to talk and we're going to do a review. Now folks, obviously we are your retro wrestling podcast and we are here on the place to be nation. Perhaps you're listening to us there. We're in the place. We're in the place. doing things and the stuff. I think we've been renewed for season 3 in this place. Is it like a lease? Like we yeah. have to
1: you know, just sign the lease again. Yeah, and we have to paint everything back if we move out. Did we have to give like an advance, you know, like when you lease? Did I didn't to... handle
0: any of that, so I don't know. Okay. Security deposit and all that stuff.
1: We've been messing up
0: the place a lot. We, they <laughs> might
1: have to take our security deposit away. Coke cans all over the place. Yeah,
0: just beer bottles. Loose words it's... everywhere.
1: <laughs> loose words. I mean, we're, a, we're a podcast, right? So it's it's not like we can leave physical things.
0: That's true. You're so, right. You know, that's true. Now, uh, if you're not listening to us on The Place to Be, why don't you go on over and check it out. Some great content there, Quinn.
1: Yeah, it's... Premier content,
0: premier premium. I'd even say premium content. Premium all for podcasts, free. all for free. Yeah, wrestling stuff. You S- can hear more about the wrestling. Absolutely, we got the place to be podcast, the yeah. main event, clotheslines and headlines. Some good stuff. Some good stuff over there. That's right. And Quinn, we're
1: not just there. We're so many other places. Where else are we
0: these days? We're over
1: at the iTunes. Yeah, um, where you can leave reviews there and helps us grow. Uh, we're over at the Stitcher. Yeah, Stitcher good. The Google Play Music, the Google Play Music were there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Blueberry. Yeah. Who cares? Oh, we got it. it got oh, Gorilla. The, it, not the FM player it didn't no, get it this no. this time.
0: We are an FM player as well. Yeah,
1: tune in. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? We we keep saying we're not going to mention it, but <laughs> it's you know funny what? To I mention. just yeah, I just like I like to throw it in the mix. Yeah, you know? why not? Maybe Gorilla will give that the who cares. He might one day. <laughs> What if he gives iTunes to Who Cares one day?
0: Like, no, no. see, iTunes is good.
1: We actually would like uh, iTunes reviews. I'm just saying, what if he did? Because you know how we can't control him. That's true. Like, he's, he's a wild man. Yeah, so he might mess <laughs> up one day. You know, Gorilla's old, so... He is Manchurian, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a candidate.
0: So you can obviously uh, check us out in those places and leave us a review on the iTunes. We'd like that. Yes, we That'd would. be nice. We would, definitely. That'd be really nice. And today we're going to talk about a couple of things. We actually do, folks... If you've been paying attention, have over 42 years of combined
1: fandom. (laughs) Yes, now in the year 2017. Oh, you know what? What? I'd be remiss to mention that we missed one thing. What's that? We have the YouTube channel. We have um,
0: something really good coming up too, Quinn, in March. Right. The uh, the, um, Hall of Fame Bites.
1: Yeah, we got the Hall of Fame. Bikes. The Hall of Fame. They're going to be 30 minutes, two wrestlers each. Yep.
0: And um, they're so. they're going to be simulcast as well. They're going to be our normal audio version of the podcast, but also a video version live streaming and direct to YouTube, I believe. Yep. It's going to be the whole package. Straight to video. Straight to video. <laughs> so you can watch it live, actually. Yeah, you can watch it live and then it'll also be on our YouTube channel. Right. Yeah. And the audio version. Right. Check us out on the Twitter at OVP podcast. We've got some great fans there. Yeah, we do. We have Marty
1: Howell and Justin
0: Hand. Justin and Hand, Richard Land. They're all there. They, these fans, they're loyal. They are loyal. They're like
1: true wrestling fans. They
0: really are. You and know, we, we want to thank you. We'll take a minute here and, and thank all of you guys that have been listening these last 20 plus episodes, you know, with the specials and everything. Or years,
1: whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. Wow, 20 years.
0: 20 years we've been doing wow, this. It's wow. so long. It's crazy. We want to thank you guys because um, you know your support is obviously very encouraging.
1: Yeah, this is a milestone
0: episode. It is, and it's nice to know that people are listening.
1: However many, they are listening.
0: They are listening, and we appreciate that, and yeah. we look forward to doing more and more content. We're obviously not going anywhere next week.
1: Yeah, will be well, season there's no... Three.
0: This is just a joke. and Actually, it's
1: explained on the YouTube channel. Yeah,
0: so check it out there. Yeah. Um, But we will be back. We'll have a new format for season three next week, first episode of March, Mm -hmm. and we'll be rolling out this Hall of Fame Bites, and before you guys know it, it's going to be WrestleMania season. Scott Keith will be back with us.
1: Right. Scott returning. He's set for action.
0: He is set for action. So we have a lot of great things coming up, and we're going to start off our season finale, Michael. We've been talking about the last few weeks. Some bigger names, right? We've covered Ric Flair, yeah. yep. Shawn Michaels. Them.
1: We've covered the big
0: guys, Bret Hart, and um, Gorilla Monsoon was another one, just a personal favorite of mine.
1: Right. Today, well, we wanted it to be favorites, you know, we, favorites.
0: Yeah. Right. Today, I think we should talk about someone in more detail, and you, obviously, you and I both agreed on this. We
1: agreed that this should be definitely the season finale guy.
0: We're gonna talk today about the immortal Hulk Hogan.
2: what's right fight for your life
0: i mean there's a lot to say there's a lot to say and one thing about hogan that i will say to start here okay he is probably to this day still the most recognized and identifiable wrestler
1: ever yes without question he is the top dog when people think of wrestling, yep. they think of Hulk Hogan. The, I mean, yeah. no matter, even in nowadays when you've had iconic people such as Austin or The Rock. Like John still Cena like, even. It's still like Hulk Hogan. It's like, still that's Hulk like, Hogan. Yeah, it, it does, even though their eras may have even eclipsed him and like box off his draw. Right, tray, right. It doesn't matter. It's like wrestling kind of starts with Hulk Hogan. You
0: walk up to someone on the street, and I've never tried this, but maybe I will one day. The random person, right? Right, the mainstream. Ask him to name a wrestler. Chances are, unless they're young, Mm -hmm. they're going to say Hulk Hogan.
1: Probably. I would say even young people know who Hulk Hogan is. That kind of shows how How strong his presence Yeah, yeah.
0: his influence was.
1: If you're watching wrestling, you know who Hulk Hogan (laughs) is. You
0: know who Hulk Hogan (laughs) is, exactly. Now, Quinn, is Hogan... What do you think... We'll turn this into a what do you think of real quick. What do you think of Hulk Hogan
1: overall? Um... You know, at the end of the day, like overall, blah blah blah. Like, I think he is truly—I you know, really do think he's like the best of all time. Like, I do too. Um, and that's not to say he's my favorite of all time. He's not mine either. And of course, we have our gripes, which I'm sure will be mentioned. Oh yeah, but. On the other hand, it's like, even when I look back to him now mm-hmm. and watch stuff with him, like, I realize why this guy is, like, the Babe Ruth or Michael Jordan of breath Like, he just yep. is. Like, you can just tell. Like, it just not, is. It's not really a question. No. Like, you know? And he had
0: a very long run doing what he did. Right. It wasn't like a two-year thing. So, folks, obviously Hulk Hogan, Terry Bolia, Right. He broke into wrestling in the late 70s. Yep. He broke in as, I believe, Sterling Golden might have been his first ring name. Is this gentleman to my left from Port Tampa, Florida, Sterling Golden.
1: I don't know the exact uh, Hulk Boulder. Wasn't that he another was thing? He was also Terry
0: the Hulk Boulder, yeah.
1: sure. Terry the Hulk Boulder! And um, He had some names. He teamed up a with uh,
0: Ed Boulder, which was, of course, um, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Ed Leslie.
1: Unfortunately, <laughs> that started a friendship that yeah. led to a lot of cronyism. <laughs> a lot of cronyism.
0: But he did find his way to the World Wrestling Federation yep. in 1979. Was he there when it was still WWWF? I think he crept in right after the name change. Okay. Now, there's a notable match, Quinn, you and I have both seen it, I'm sure, from MSG in later 79, right? where it's uh, Hogan's MSG debut, and he's fighting a very young,
1: non-bearded, non-million dollar, (laughs) (laughs) thousand dollar man. (laughs) Maybe he only has a couple hundred dollars at that point. Ted DiBiase. Still amassing his fortune.
0: Ted DiBiase! The Incredible Hulk Hogan! And one of the interesting things about that is is the face Quinn. Right. And Hogan is not only a heel, who's he managed
1: by? Classy Freddie Blassie. Right. What an interesting pairing that was, Yeah, that's how he started. He was a heel with a manager, which is weird to think because Hogan became one of the best talkers of all time. To think he would need a manager is silly, but... Yeah, and you could even see... Even
0: that early on, that this guy had a presence, a build, a yeah. charisma.
1: Now in those days, I feel they hyped up how big he yes. was more. Um, they, they, you know, they made him face little tiny jobbers, and mm-hmm. you know, like it was more like this guy's huge. Yeah. Where he- the, whereas that wouldn't be much of a. Thing later on, right?
0: He would do the Andre gimmick of fighting like you know a handicap match against two or three giants. Yeah, we
1: saw one on a uh, Championship Wrestling, I believe. We d- uh, AWA or AWA, AWA. That's A-W-A. It. Yeah, he yep. beat up two guys.
0: And you're right; they did play that up. In in fact, his first and and mainly notable feud in that first WWF run was with Andre the Giant.
1: Right, which a lot of people might not know. That might have get swept under the rug that he you know, nowadays, that he fought Andre in, like, 81. 80, yeah. Or 80, yeah.
3: Andre, Fred Blassie claims that that Hulk Hogan has defeated every man that you have defeated, but it took him less time to do that. Your reaction to that? I know, we have to come in one point, we have to go in the ring together.
0: They notably um, were, I guess, like, the second-to-last match at the uh, showdown at Shea in 1980 in the summer.
1: You know, I find that very interesting because Andre versus Hogan was in the Silverdome, like, the big arena. Yeah. But they were using that match in a big arena setting in Shea Stadium, like, as early as 80... 80. In 80, it, yeah. yeah. Now, to be fair, that was headlined
0: by Bruno Sammartino versus...
1: Uh, right, but...
0: New World Odor! Yeah, New
1: World Odor himself, <laughs> Larry <laughs> right. Zabisco, <Yes>. Zabisco, whatever. <laughs> but I would gather to say a, probably a lot of people were there to see Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. You think so? Yeah, because... Nabisco, really like <laughs> you yeah. really don't like him. I yeah. don't either.
0: He sucks. Like he does, kind of suck. Yeah,
1: he's horrible.
0: <laughs> like so. Back to um, back to the Hulkster here. So we have this run, and it's a good run. He's a, a upper mid card
1: heel. I would call him. What not yeah, you say? Yeah, he's very up the card. I would say he was. He was you know a force to be reckoned with.
0: Force to be reckoned with. He actually body slammed Andre a couple of times, but it was again, it yeah. wasn't made out to be the big deal that it later became. No, not at all.
3: Oh look at that. I can't believe
0: that! He had a very good, solid run. He wants to do Rocky III at this point, remember? Right. After the Shea Stadium show, I think we hit around 81 is when he left the first time. Mm -hmm. Vince Sr. has a problem with this whole thing. Yeah. So, of course, he goes on to um, leave the WWF. Right. He is notably, and very hilariously, and it's very fun, Thunderlips.
1: Thunderlips is here! In the flesh, baby! Now, on that Vince being mad thing, I never understood that. I don't know. Like, I Like, mean, why would you not want more exposure for your talent? Especially back then. Like, if you watch the program, these guys are, like, big-time carny still. Like... Yeah, I know. Like, why?
0: Like, Well, Vince Sr. was not Vince Jr. Vince Jr. would have been all over that.
1: He would, but I would think any of these carny promoters from back then would totally jump on there. My guy's going to be in a movie? Of course. But the... Rocky?
0: I think the mentality was different, which is like, they're two different entities.
1: That's entertainment. This is sports. Right, but they weren't like... You You know know, what I mean? The swords didn't cross. They they weren't like really... I feel like Vern's talking about that garbage too. Like, <laughs> like they they knew. Like for. For gripe's sake, uh Vern made that movie The Wrestler. Like, <laughs> don't bring that movie up. But he did. He it's did. not like other promoters hadn't had <laughs> their stars be in movies before. That's a good
0: point. Yeah, now like, uh when you and I both really like Hogan's appearance in Rocky Three, It's great. Yeah, it is. It's really funny. Thunderlips f- lips in the flesh. Thunder lips in baby. the flesh
1: baby. Yeah. And of
0: course they, you know, have him be like uh now
1: they expose the business That's that the
0: thing. Maybe Vince Senior didn't like that. But did he know that? I don't know. Did he know. read the script? I'd probably not.
1: Yeah, how would he know? Like, what, a, know. what is Sylvester Stallone? Here, if you let Hogan go, I'll show you the script or whatever. Like, Then he read it, and he was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, he doesn't have time for that shit. Yeah, what the? No way. He's just rolling his quarters or whatever he did all the time. Yeah. You know it's true. Good reference. Yeah.
0: Very nice pickup there. So Hogan then uh, defects to the AWA, the American Wrestling Association, Quinn. Right. And that's where he comes in initially as a heel yeah he had but been, he was super oh my gosh yeah he turned face i feel like almost on impact yeah i you know i, I don't really re- recall much hogan heel work in it AWA. was very brief but he became that's where hulkamania started
1: yep it's where it truly started vince jr will tell you differently but um <laughs> was
0: that like the smoky bars in our, and
1: <laughs> yeah somehow the awa is like relegated to like shit town but it's yeah, not
0: they're always like oh, wrestling was in smoky bars and and fat That's... people watched it and Listen, punched, punched AWA each
1: other. Was, yeah awa was in arenas and stuff i know he's full of shit they were all in arenas yeah. nwa was at too. that point and yeah everybody was what is this smoky arena like it's just because you could smoke he just means the lighting was, like, dimmer, I think. I see. I'm seriously think that's, like, what he thinks. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But that's, like, their official company line, is that wrestling sucked until Hogan came to yeah. the WWF.
1: <laughs> if it really sucked that bad, it would still be in, like, tents and, like, <laughs> like you know, it, like, real carny stuff. Yeah, like, right. Like, like, next to the lions and the tigers. And bears, And then you go in corn the dogs. T- you go in the tent next to that, and there's the wrestling. <laughs> yeah.
0: Lions, tigers, corn dogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's stupid. Like something with
1: funnel cake. This is full of garbage. With that, but anyway. So to
0: so the AWA we go, and Hogan becomes, um, you know, a very big deal. Basically,
1: there. the best thing ever. Like he, he's just like awesome.
0: Head and shoulders above what was going on. You and I were able to get kind of a, a really good glimpse of that when we did that AWA review a few yeah. episodes ago. He shined,
1: and the whole rest of the show
0: was poopy. And Vern obviously saw something in him, but there was a bit of a you know, uh, I guess a difference in mentality because Vern wanted the technical.
1: Well, not just that. Not I mean, the that. story goes is really that the Hulkster was into the merchandise way before Lex, anybody yes, else. That's true. And that Vern wanted a he wanted a very cut. large cut, a very large cut. And Hulk was selling merchandise like. Nobody's business. And it
0: wasn't just that. Hogan was also doing big
1: business in Japan right? as well. He wanted to
0: limit that, too. Vern wanted a cut of his Japan earnings.
1: Yeah. Which what that did... is asking too much. I'm sorry. Let me say something about Vern. He got a little too big for his britches here. I You think? He he had the golden goose, as they say. and He, he did? Ba- he basically like just demanded all of his money. Like, and just as, like, why would you work for... When you know you're, like, the top guy, why right. the hell would you work for him?
0: Right, I don't... Yeah, that's a very good point, he, Quinn.
1: He shit the bed that that was. Like, he that he fucked it up. Vern blew it, regardless of how
0: you want to look at it. Yeah. Regar- he, he blew it. Yeah. He did have something on his hands. Now, Quinn, as big as Hogan was and would become... Right. I don't think that he... Would have turned
1: AWA. That's, Vince McMahon was head and shoulders ahead of Vern. Here, here's where that's debatable to me. Vince was only able to succeed because not only after Ho- he got Hogan, he was able to wrestle away that talent. Vern had all the talent, essentially that was in WWF like a year later after that. That's fair. Like so, like had Hogan not left, and yeah. had Hogan been you know appeased with his money, Vern would have had all the talent, and he. It would have probably attracted the best bookers, too. You know, they all would have come to him to book around Hogan to sell those shows out. And he already had a majority of that talent anyway.
0: It's a legitimate point you make about the talent, but I do want to say this. For all his faults, and there are numerous ones, and for whatever people might think of him now, right? the Vince McMahon of the 1980s. 80s and 90s is one of the best marketers
1: oh yeah ever he had a cleaner marketing strategy like i meant by like look you know like it's just it looks it looks good as gene says high tech
0: he branded he marketed and his production values and we know this from watching all the different shows his production values were insanely better than awa the way he put together his programming now, I would say
1: he well, they weren't insanely better than nwa but it was a stylistic difference stylistic difference but AWA the technology was on both of them but awa was just was th- in their toilet yeah, that was technology. yeah yeah
0: so it was kind of like a perfect recipe hogan leaves awa at the end of 83 mm-hmm. he comes back into WWF. Now, one thing I know you like his his debut with Backlund. You know, oh, that's
1: great. That's a great moment. I mean, he he Backlund's getting beat up by the smolens
0: and he rescues
1: them. He basically rescues Backlund.
3: Oh, you gotta be kidding! You have gotta be kidding me! The Incredible Hulk
1: Hogan and Backlund's yep. booked to fight the Iron Sheik, who he's just lost the title to. Correct. Now. What ends up happening is is that they book into the storyline that Backlund had an injury. From the camel clutch. So Hogan is granted the title shot. Against the Iron Sheik, and this is January 23rd, for 1984. no reason, he like beat he just some stormed in. or something. Yeah, I know. Like,
0: and this is the day that Hulkamania was born in the WWF. Hogan fights Iron Sheik for the world title. Short yep. match, yep. five minutes. Sheik
1: has a boner the whole match. Sheik has a
0: boner. Yeah, now, that's Sheik weird. was still wearing his his shorts, his yeah. short tights at the time. And yeah. That's just see, a
1: funny note on like a, such a historical yeah. event that Sheik's blatantly got a boner in the middle of a You can a match. see the little Sheiky. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, uh, but that Hogan, iconic pin. Hogan pins uh, powers out of the camel clutch. Right. Look at he's powering his power and his leg up. Big boot and leg drop.
3: Hulk Hogan, he drops a
0: big leg on of- him. iconic cradle pin. Yeah, hooks, hooks the leg, bro. Hooks the leg, bro. Yeah. Wins the green hubcap world title. The shit title. Andre congratulates. Yeah, that's not nice of you. Yeah, that's very nice <laughs> <awesome> of you. <laughs>
2: that's nice of you. you <laughs>
0: know, the champagne yeah. and everything. Champagne. And there you have it Hulk Hogan, world champion. Now, Quinn. 84, Hogan, is not too well publicized because it's before WrestleMania. Right. So I, don't, there was, I
1: can't even really tell you a lot of his feuds during that period. Was it mostly Piper? He, like, no, that's his Yeah, I don't think it was Piper. It wasn't. He
0: had a good series with um, Big John Studd, believe it or not. It wasn't bad. Wasn't he facing Dr. D he, also? Yes, he did. He fought Dr. D, Greg mm-hmm. Valentine. Right. So he, was, he had a good run. And man, 80s Hogan, especially mid-80s Hogan, was awesome so you
1: Love know what him. you know what i like about him back then he's fun he's funny he's not too bombastic he's not, yet he's not you know like being all like over the top with the posing and yeah. stuff like it's more like you know a quick pose thumbs up like there to I kick ass him, there to kick some ass. he's he's like he wants to get business done <laughs> yeah like, exactly his, that's his style right. at that point point. and that's another thing with hogan is yes. his style yes. his wrestling style i know a lot of people um crap on it Right Now, I argue that he's one of the most adaptive wrestlers I've ever seen. Really? Because his style when he first started was powerhouse style, right? Yes, um, big powerhouse. Big powerhouse, like an Andre-ish style. Yeah, more
0: versatile probably, but yeah. yeah.
1: More more versatile, but, you know, powerhouse, right? Yes. He goes and becomes a big face, Mm -hmm. right? And then he's all like, you know... You know, getting beat up the whole match, hulking up, and, you know, mm-hmm, it was a sure. different style, right? Yep. And then he goes to, like, Japan during that, and, like, he's, like, technical wrestling. Very and, competent, too. Yeah, very good, like... We and, don't want to overrate it, but yeah, not but overrating competent. It, but it's stunning, actually, like, how different it is. And, you know, when we go to the future, he yeah. like the heel style, like, as the... the cowardly heel the cowardly with the heel. cheating and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's great. And, you know, that's a good break point to, to quickly touch upon his style. I think I agree with you that, you know, it's a stunning difference between what he did in America and in Japan.
1: It's a stunning difference between his second heel style and, and, that his, too, yeah. and his face style. Too. I it's agree. It's crazy.
0: And I think what that shows people, at least me and probably you, he's a very smart worker. He works to the crowd Yes. Like
1: nobody else ever did.
0: He did not need to be doing technical wrestling in 1985. Right. But he could whip it out if it was if needed. If he needed to, he would. Right. But he was smart. He did. He he was safe. Yeah. He didn't hurt anybody that I've ever heard of. No. He rarely got in. When did Hogan ever get injured? Well, he also didn't wrestle a
1: lot in the late F- 80s. Fair <laughs> enough.
0: But this is why he's smart. Right. He's someone that knew what he had to do to keep the crowd he entertained. What he could do, too. Oh, oh, I've never seen Hogan try to overdo something. Right, exactly. You know, that's I mean, maybe yeah. acting. Yeah, <laughs> but not in the yeah. ring. Yeah, in the ring. I mean, in the ring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's
1: in ring style. He never did anything. No, weird.
0: he didn't. And we're talking about a guy that his first real run. I mean, you can pretty much consider that eighty-four to to. Ni- I always say ninety when he lost to Warrior.
1: Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean. I feel it's, like it's split in half. It's up. It's like it's his first real run is up to eighty-eight when he leaves yeah. for the movie. And then there's like the second run till 90.
0: Then there's the second run, but and then that's the end of the mini era. I mean, obviously, there's there's so much to say, and a lot of it's been said. Hogan of the 80s was iconic. Once WrestleMania hit, mm-hmm. Hogan's a household name now. Yes, he is. Merchandising, right? On TV, on Saturday Night Live, I believe he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Right. He was all over the place. And this is just
1: in the first, like, initial run. This we're is not, the mid-80s We haven't even rung. made it to Andre yet. Right. This is yeah. 85 we're talking right. about. 86. Right. Chokes out Richard Belzer. <laughs> it chokes out... Yeah, we forgot about that. That's a funny incident because the, the look on Hogan's face is, oh my god, I fucked yeah. it all up. Like, it's like he really looks the fear yeah. in his eyes. Like, he... Thought like this is good. This is it. This is this is. I <laughs> my met-
0: career's over. Yeah, I fucked up <laughs> right like, before WrestleMania. He's on Bill Richard Belzer's like weird ass talk show. Yeah, hot properties, hot
1: topics. <laughs> yeah, hot properties. Yeah, hot, hot pro- pockets. Actually, hot pockets. <laughs> yeah.
3: Where are you
1: Hot Pockets? Try Lean Pockets too. That's that's an amazing thing that people should look up. Like yeah,
0: Belzer's making fun of wrestling the whole time.
1: He screwed up, honestly. Hogan barely applied any pressure when he asked him to put him in a hold and Belzer <laughs> is like dead. But anyway, so we go, <laughs> we go through the 80s here and
0: everyone of course knows the most famous Hulk Hogan match. Hogan-Andre. 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 Now, 1987, WrestleMania 3.
1: I think the biggest fact, and no pun intended, is the crowd. The fact that they were able to, on the merit of Hulk Hogan, fighting Andre the Giant in a match that, from my understanding, a lot of people didn't, that's why people were there. A lot of people thought Hogan was going to lose.
0: You know what? That's an interesting thing. Obviously, we weren't around back then. Um I do know this. you got to think of the audience at the time. Right. Now, I'm sure there were still a lot of old-time wrestling fans, but this is during the wave of popularity.
1: Right. And you have a lot of children.
0: Exactly. A lot of children. A lot
1: of children who are impressionable, and they hear, Andre's never lost a match. Right. Even though he had, but they don't know know There's no internet. You can't look this up. And you see he's bigger than Hulk Hogan. Scary. Yeah, he's scary. He looks like he could just lay his hands on Hulk Hogan very easily. Yep. And knock him out.
0: In fact, if you recall, Quinn, there's a Saturday night's main event right before WrestleMania 3. And the whole purpose of it is is there's a battle royal Mm -hmm. where I believe Andre, first of all, makes Lanny Poffo bleed. That's to, awesome. To, like, sell it. Yeah. And I think Andre eliminates Hogan from the Battle Royal, if that's I'm not That's the way you do it. Yeah. Exactly. Now, that's
1: on NBC. Right. National television, right? And also, you know, he does all that, and you have Gorilla saying he's never lost a match ever. Yeah, they're pushing him as undefeated. Yeah. Never been body slammed never, also. Yeah, you know, like, no. all this stuff. Right. So, it's like... They had tried to set up big fat guys to, like, really, like, be invincible against him, like King Kong Bundy and stuff before. But, like, this was a different animal. Like, Andre was considered seasoned, and he had experience, and it's like, he had all the tools, basically. Like, he was an experienced wrestler, and he was unbeatable, and he was huge, and, like, there was just literally no hole in his armor.
0: And not only that, you have the emotional investment of, this is the guy that dumped champagne on him when he first won the title.
1: This is a guy that never asked for a title shot because he's so fucking good that he doesn't even need the belt. Right. And now he, you woke up the giant, basically. And, and who like, manages him, Quinn? Bobby the Brain Heenan. A guy or- that a year earlier had been trying to get the title off
0: Hogan with King Kong Bundy. Right. Who had stud. Yeah. up against him you thought bobby
1: finally figured it out
0: bobby finally he had finally grand cracked plan. the Hulk
1: hogan nut yep this like, was gonna
0: be it hogan had been champion as we know for three years and he had
1: that too in the picks because you know champions you know the longer they're the champion the more yeah. people think oh you know this has got to be it right? right
0: i mean three years as andre said is a long time to the, be champion yeah the,
1: <laughs> the bottom line here is there's a lot of factors there's a lot of factors to, to, in to ma- convince the audience Right. To, sh- first of all, come to the show. Right. Second of all, to really, truly believe Hulk Hogan's not going to win. That Yeah, and, like, and he really, if you look at it from that standpoint,
0: as a, a casual fan who had gotten into wrestling maybe the last couple years yeah. at the time.
1: Yeah, this might be Hogan's day. This might be it. Right. And so we get to the match and he beats him. He obviously. beats him. Obviously, they iconic. You know, whatever match, like uh, whatever about work if, rate. Here's, here's the, the thing. Shit. If, if you
0: bother rating that with a star rating system. and you're, you're missing the point. You're missing the point. Yeah. It's not about that.
1: Anyway, no. he beats him and the crowd roars. Oh, gosh. And like to think if you're a kid watching that on pay-per-view in 1987, right? Mm-hmm. You must think like this guy's the best wrestler of all time. Like, he, he yes, did it. He, right. There's nobody that can beat him now. Where do they go from there? They keep that feud going, which right, was because, awesome. Right, because the, I, then they, they planted the idea that it was a fluke. Like, uh, you know, Andre was so unbeatable. Like, how could, like, you right. know, maybe it was just it was Hogan's lucky day, right?
0: Right, so a year later, a little less than a year later, we get to the main event. And this is, and I, I know you're going to want to talk about this, Quinn, because mm-hmm. I know that you just have a fondness for this event, too, as do right. I. So the main event, folks, was a spinoff of Saturday night's main event. Right. This actually aired on a, I believe, on a Friday. Um, Which should
1: say something about what it is. Oh, my God.
0: So we're talking the 80s, and, and, you know, TV was what you did in the 80s. There was no internet, right? This is also the
1: 80s where... You watch TV on Friday nights. Right, but not only that, the fact that we're almost a year removed from WrestleMania, that doesn't matter because it's not like nowadays with the media where, you know, every week's a new thing. This is still fresh in people's minds, Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. In
0: fact, they didn't even see each other on TV from WrestleMania three until Survivor Series eighty seven.
1: But I'm saying if That's, you're looking so at it through very yeah, fresh if is you're what looking, I mean. Yeah, if you're looking at through eighties eyes, it's like, wow, they just fought each other like the right. and now I get to watch it on regular free TV. Regular
0: TV. And this is a Friday night on NBC. Yeah. At, I think eight O'clock? That shows me NBC knew what they had. Dick Ebersol was on top of that. Yeah, I mean, he knew and it. He
1: was right. The rating is the highest 33 rating. Three
0: million people, I think. It still remains the highest-rating wrestling thing ever. Which I mean, is saying without something. Without a question. Even, yeah.
1: even during the Attitude Era, they weren't able to top it.
0: No, no. I mean, we're talking millions and millions and millions of people were watching yeah. this.
1: And what did they see happen, Quinn? What happened at this? They saw what they thought they would see the last year, except under nefarious means. Hulk Hogan lose. Yes. Hogan loses the title now prime time. But think of how brilliant that is events. Vince. Yes. It, it, it's you gave them what they wanted later after you got their money with the largest <laughs>
0: audience that you could have.
1: Yeah, with the largest audience that you could have. And now NBC's never going to tell you to go away. Right. Like, just brilliant across the board. Yeah.
0: That is the apex, in my opinion, folks. Maybe you'll agree, Quint. That is the apex of this whole era, is right around there. Yeah. 87, 88. hmm. Definitely. You you don't get any more public interest
1: and just general like, wow, wrestling is awesome. I mean, there's people who are not even big wrestling fans this day that I've heard have like just they they saw that when yeah, that happened yeah right I mean that's just a thing you see the, the they'll always you know the ref situation is like a big people remember that that's like very like that's another iconic thing Hogan pointing to the two refs Dave and Earl Hebner you know you stole my title how much money how for much, the plastic yeah, surgery yeah the I see the million dollar bills falling out of his pockets or whatever
0: that's the other thing Hogan had a new foil as well at the Ted million
1: Debiase. dollar man <laughs> well you know Right back to the beginning of his exactly. career. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And this was a guy that wanted to buy everything and he bought the title from Andre. Almost. <laughs> he he tried to. You know, Jack Tunney overruled him later, but And this is the end of, like you said, the um first real half of the of Hogan's first run. Right. Now his first title reign is over, so it's weird Hogan without the title. Right, but
1: this is because he's
0: going to do a movie. Right. Too. So he has a double DQ against uh, Andre at WrestleMania 4. Of and that's course, all
1: you see of him for pretty much until SummerSlam, I think, right? Yeah, it
0: is. And he sticks his nose in the celebration for Savage. He helps him win the title, right. etc.
1: But this this is kind of the second era, right? Like yeah. where we Yeah. The Mega Powers era. Yeah, because Hogan doesn't really need the title anymore.
0: No, Savage is a champion, and he's doing fine as champion, too. He's like a yeah. good, solidly respected
1: champion. And another thing is, you know, the Mega Powers, if you were talking about Hogan, that's just another thing.
0: Yeah, I know we've touched upon them a bit before the Mega Powers powers that's one of the most notable tag teams of the
1: 80s that's cool that you can say that about hogan not only was he a great singles wrestler but when you put him in a tag team like that the the box office draw of the macho man randy savage and hulk hogan that the handshake iconic
0: the mega powers handshake yeah absolutely
1: when they first realized oh yep. shit
0: this is a thing right and we're gonna do this <laughs> so like, <laughs> absolutely so he obviously beat savage for the title wrestlemania five yeah, the and eventual like, okay.
1: breakup which is a yep. good follow-up good to, follow-up like if we're going into the second era of hogan it's like the mega powers explode and that's an excellent match fine match yeah. right i mean really yeah. that's a
0: really pretty where damn we, good match yeah
1: this is i always find hogan's 89 To ninety, it's pointless, right? Yeah. Like, first of all, like Elizabeth is his manager for some of it, kind of not sometimes. That's weird, and he's kind of like just not there. No, it's
0: not really. He does almost nothing. Yeah, he really uh, doesn't do much. Is stupid. He does no holds barred. You know, and well, that comes out. They promote
1: it. He does the Zeus thing, and this is where I kind of start to have some gripes with Hogan. Okay, because he's the champion of the company, right? He is, yes. But he's never around, and I just. I feel like that puts the WWF at a disadvantage during a hot time that they can't whip out their champion on their normal programming on superstars whenever they want. Yeah, I
0: mean, you're you're right. His his 89-90 run there is much less notable. We obviously, we talked about this with Scott at the Royal Rumble special, he gets into a little bit of a tiff with the Warrior We've talked about his WrestleMania six main event with Warrior, the passing of the torch, right. so to speak. And so
1: that to me is the end of the exactly. initial Hulk era. And it was supposed to be the end of Hulkamania as far as like the premier yeah. thing in the World Wrestling Federation. Right. Uh,
0: obviously, that didn't stick. And Hogan, you know, still became and stayed the face of the company until 92.
1: What do you think about that, though? Like as far as just the fact that now we're getting into the time period where Hogan's kind of overstaying his welcome i guess you'd say
0: it's not only hogan overstaying his welcome the general perception and interest in wrestling had started to wane by 1990
1: yeah it got to this point where you can only see hulk hogan big so many boo, times like drop yeah. and you know and it's a, a you know holler to the fans by
0: 1990 91 when you gotta remember wrestling for as good as it was sometimes or perceived to be it's a fad and yeah. a lot of those 33 million people had moved on and done something else now that well, they were interested in at this to point. To me,
1: okay, I look at it this way. You can't but, retain that entire audience right, for exactly. years is what but I'm saying. wrestling was, I think people didn't know if wrestling was going to be a fad when you got to that time period. It it's would, fair. It would eventually not be a fad because it's still going on to this, you know. At, at, no, no, but, no, I'm talking about a
0: pop culture fad. You
1: mean like at its the level it was? Yeah, the yeah. boom. I mean, if you want to look at just today, like they're still selling – just as much shit they're making just as much money so, so there's something not fat about it it's more an it's industry. a niche it's yep. a niche okay yeah. how about that yeah
0: but you're not going to retain that 33 million people that watched the first main event you're not right. going to carry yeah. that through yeah of year course. after year yeah. it's just not possible right it's just not no it's not it's really not however you know the, the one good thing i will say about hogan's 90 91 92 run mm-hmm. it has two things i really like a surprisingly good Sergeant Slaughter match at WrestleMania Seven when Excellent. he wins the title. That yeah, very right? good, I mean,
1: very competent, really awesome match. Better than I had any right to be with Regis on commentary.
0: Yes. <laughs> and then one of my favorite moments is Hogan losing to Undertaker at Survivor Series. Right, right, right. very fun.
3: Yeah. One, two, one.
0: fun super
1: awesome i mean yep every, hogan put him over it's just cool to see the undertaker ascending that quickly right it, for Beat once for once in hogan's era <laughs> yeah. for somebody to
0: rise up right it was very cool now we have that sid match at wrestlemania 8 that's a piece yeah. of shit that thing that whole yeah. thing sucks That so there, whole feud sucked there's
1: that's pretty much his wwf i know 93, his 93 but that's stupid coffee. yeah cup of coffee wins the belt for like three months he never defended it until he lost it like literally until um yoko somebody harvey harvey firestein gotta call my (laughs) mother harvey winkle what's his name (laughs) i'm I'm losing it right now whippleman
0: whippleman all right so listen so (laughs) so here's the thing Hulk Hogan reinvented himself in WCW, so he comes in as the standard Hulk Hogan, right?
1: Right. And 94, ticker initial, tape parade. Yeah, and ticker thumbs tape up. with the thumbs up. And the initial rush was Hogan versus Flair. That was a big milestone. And it worked. it worked. It worked. It worked. That was popped a huge buy rate for Hogan. WCW. I'll say this about Hulk Hogan. He was able to ascend WCW up higher than it ever had been. Absolutely. And he kinda made he set the foundation for what WCW was in yes. the, in the mid to late nineties.
0: Give Eric Bischoff a ton of credit for yeah. getting him. Yep. It absolutely was the right thing to do for WCW. Mm-hmm. It helped extend Hogan's career and it elevated WCW to a level that they would not have been at. Now, they just wouldn't have.
1: Now now, it also here brings us some of the worst Hulk Hogan stuff. Yes. Like the Dungeon of Doom versus Hulk Hogan feud. That was some bullshit, that feud. Remember I'll, and the cage thing? Like the triple
0: yeah, cage of it was death or whatever. Hogan and Savage against everybody. At basically
1: every heel <laughs> in the company. Like in Claire, one match. Anderson, Luger, Loch Ness, Zeus. Yeah, and they win. And Hogan and Savage win. Yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. The whole four horsemen have to just fold to him. Like Awful. Ter- Awful. How do you make your entire... <laughs> like, everyone in the history of your company look bad in one fell swoop? That's how you do it.
0: To the mega powers of WWF, no less. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like two WWF now, guys. These were
1: these were follies, right? These are follies. And we can't go into every single problem with that whole run. There's but, a lot, though. But to... By the time we get to 1996, let's just say Hulk Hogan is starting to be booed. Yes. And people are having a problem with this. More
0: so than ever.
1: Now, we get to Bash at the Beach? Yes, it is. Is is that what it's called, Bash at the Beach?
0: We've got Hall and Nash have invaded WCW.
1: Now, yeah, we're fast forwarding. And also, a great angle, by the way, as far as how it started um, Two WWF guys coming through the crowd, unexpected. Yep. Yep. One of the coolest things I'd ever seen live. Mm-hmm. Right. So all that happens, and it, it builds up to this big match at the Bash at the Beach, where the uh, outsiders yep. and a mystery man yep. are going to fight Randy Savage, Sting, Sting, Luger, and Luger. Yep, stalwarts of WWF. Absolutely. At this point in time. At this point. Yeah. And even the Macho Man. Yeah, he was. And nobody knows who the third man is. Right. Luger's been carted out of the match. Right, so we think the the idea in our head is some replacement's got to come to bail him out, right? Mm-hmm. off hmm come, Here comes the Hulkster, right? That's right. In the red and red, red and, yellow, and yellow, you know, storms out, coming for you, he's pointing, and he turns on them. He turns on them. He's leg co- drops he's, Randy. He's, he's the third man.
0: He's the third man. Hook, hook,
3: hook! What is oh he oh doing? My God! Is he the third man?
1: A shitstorm of trash in the ring. Hulk Hogan, oh my gosh. look at all this garbage in the ring. I have never seen to this day a heel turn that well executed. That
0: is the greatest heel turn in the history of professional wrestling. The new
3: World organization of wrestling, Brothers. Yep, Hulk Hogan, Hogan <laughs>
1: utters the words that would dominate <laughs> pop culture. In professional wrestling for years. Years. The I new mean, world o- order. over.
0: he did it, the absolute right thing. That was the smartest thing he could have done in 96. Now, I
1: argue that that is what kicked off the Monday Night War.
0: Oh, shit. That I is mean, what yeah. kicked off the second boom. If it wasn't for that, it's very tough to say if Vince would have ever had to change gears and do the Attitude Era.
1: Yeah. It's interesting to think that Hogan kicked off the first boom and he kicked off the second boom.
0: One of the most influential and smartest men in wrestling. Right. And that's... I mean that. The money in that
1: heel turn was unfathomable.
0: Unfathomable. Here's a guy that for the last 12 or more years had been Mr. America, Mr. Babyface. Say your prayers, take your vitamins, train and all that crap. Drink your milk. That was Kurt Angle. Sorry. uh, Blue Blazer said that. (laughs) Um, But, you know, just the face,
1: the face of everything good. You know what I mean? And now he's... Everything. gotta be a man I can't let it slide now he's everything bad he's a coward yes he, do- he needs goons to do all his work for him
0: he doesn't really even wrestle fairly anymore you no. know what I mean like he's he just an asshole he has black
1: beard thing <laughs> like a dick he always wears the do-rag yup and all his colors went from bright Yellow, colors and to black and white, and he's and he comes out to rock like yeah. like, but Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix like acid. I, and he plays know. his belt like a guitar just to be a douche, and he looks like a douche. He spray paints the world title. He spits on it.
0: He gives annoying promos. Like he's just annoying,
1: right? <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, on purpose. Like, he's got the owner of the company, <laughs> on or his Well, the guy running it in, on his, his, side, pocket, yep. in like, his pocket, like as a yes man yep. to like Smile and say, Hulk, you're like literally Bischoff would, you know, when they're cutting pros, you're the best Hulk. Like, literally, everything that goes on in your your head that you think when you would hate Hogan, when he was faced, everything about that, like what he would be backstage, is coming out, right? Like, as this cat over the top, this insufferable, callous Comes in a limo to every, just a. Doesn't like, ever wrestle. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. Honestly. Will refuse to lose. Right. If he loses, it doesn't, count. it doesn't count. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's like nothing he
0: had ever done before. Yeah. It's the total antithesis of the 80s, 90s hero, Hogan. Yeah. Here's a guy that people have been wanting to hate for a couple years. So what do they do? They let you hate
1: him finally. Yeah, and they give you so much ammunition that you're like sinking in the ammunition of like why you hate him. I could not stop. Stand him,
0: yeah, exactly. I don't know about you. I could not stand Hollywood Hogan. I couldn't stand him either. I was like, this guy fucking sucks. (laughs) And not
1: only that, he's got the biggest amount of goons possible, so that like anytime he's in the ring, he's surrounded by goons. Anytime he's got his back to the ropes, like he's going to lose. here come the idiots. Something happens, right? Exactly,
0: and that's why it was such a big deal. It took until July or August of 97,
1: and Lex Luger beat him. Remember right. that? It was awesome. On Nitro. And that shows you the power of that heel turn, was that when one person finally beat him, it was like, holy shit. Yep. Like, now, like, of course,
0: he regained it a few days later. Yeah.
1: And, you know, say what you will. I mean, I don't want to rehash the entire heel run, but no, we it, won't. it ended kind of in disaster but because of wcw not being a problem yeah and let's not
0: forget i mean he he turned face again in 99 and went back to the red and yellow which you know what it was fun for like a week or two it was time to like
1: let's try this one more time right it got tiring again and i would say like then you know he went I think he went to just being like Hogan the Badass in the Millionaire's Club. Like, he was just like yeah. the old grizzled veteran. But who, he wasn't NWO anymore. He had a great feud with Kidman, Kidman. actually. That Kidman was beat him. Yeah, he let Kidman beat him. This was like the Hulk, like, being generous era. Like, yeah. right near the end. Like <laughs> Very short era. Very short era. <laughs> well, no, I'd say when he went to WWF, also, he was he didn't care about winning anymore. Like uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. So, you know, WCW folds... Like, I yep. know we're really fast forwarding, okay. through, but like People know these WCW things. folds, he lingers
0: and, around wherever for a while.
1: Yeah, he's you know he's kind of laying low because you know when you're Hulk Hogan, you can pick your spots when you exactly. want to come back, right? Vince is like, I'm bringing the NWO back. Why? And you know, Vince was pining to bring in NWO Hogan. Like, oh, absolutely, he must have been, and he did, and he did, and it sets up one of the greatest. Yep. Um. I would say legends like two iconic guys fighting. And it actually delivered. And it delivers. It's Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. Uh, WrestleMania eighteen. You thought you would never see.
0: And that's true. Yeah, because The Rock
1: was a young Rock was still young. Like Mm -hmm. and you felt the Rock had missed Hogan's time by like two generations at that point yeah, because he, he came in in the Attitude Era already, right, right. but like the new generation was in between Hogan so it was like the f- idea of the Hulkster fight in the Rock seemed you know, like that would never ever happen right like, yeah
0: that was huge I remember being very excited for that at the time yeah. and I, I truly, and it was awesome
1: I truly thought Hogan would win did you really I really did oh I was that's interesting to me I never I, we never talked about this but no. I, re, I really thought the rock was gonna win well he did yeah he did he beat that's, Hogan wow I never yeah I, I thought Hogan was gonna win I thought I was a I thought I wasn't in the minority with that I thought I was like well the rock's gotta win you he's probably, like the new you good probably kid are in the town. majority
0: okay I was very surprised to see the rock win right and uh Hogan Could, turns face again
1: yeah and you know he has one more run as the Ugh. champion it wasn't bad. It it was just more of a just a because it really was like they were overtly saying at that point, like, this is it, guys, yeah. like,
0: Here, no more Hulk. Here's the thing I didn't like that Shawn Michaels match in SummerSlam '05. five.
1: I don't even think Hulk probably requested. I really think Vince just I, I don't know. I, I've never looked into it. I I've don't know. I've never looked into it either. But it seems one of those things where Vince saw dollar signs and he just, you know, he went with old, reliable Hulk Hogan and just. Because it didn't, Maybe it also point. didn't matter. Know. It didn't matter if Shawn Michaels lost. It's fucking Shawn Michaels. Like, anyone's gonna lose respect. That's what I'm for saying. Like, yeah. yeah,
0: Michaels didn't need to win. Yeah, exactly. He, did, he really didn't. So, any of folks, so you know, to 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 sum up some things here, Hulk Hogan, like we've said, is one of the most recognizable, iconic wrestlers of all time. I'd I'd say one of the most influential, most important. Right now, people crap on his in-ring work. We touched upon that. He did it on purpose.
1: Yeah, we we can tell now, looking back at the tapes. He was he was perfectly competent. Yeah, re- he could do submission holds. He and could reversals and he, he didn't need he to. He didn't need to do it. You and, don't it, appeal to the
0: masses by doing nuanced, intricate things. You right. appeal to the masses by doing very simple, easy to follow things. Right, like holding your hand to your ear,
1: punching right. people, big boot, leg drop, as wearing as us- recognizable yellow and red. As much as us technical fans hate to admit it, that the fans don't give a shit. Like The, the casual street, yeah, fans the casual, do not. They, don't give, they just want to see a guy beat the shit out of another guy.
0: And sometimes, and I like a good technical wrestling match, sometimes all I want to see is two guys just beat the shit out of each other too. Right. And Hogan was perfect for that. And Hogan was perfect for that. Mm. Now, there's this character... Uh, Necessarily upstanding all the time. No, you know now, what I mean?
1: I always say that stuff where you, where he's a face, and yeah. you have a problem with yes. him being a f- like overly facey. I feel like we had talked about this with, I think, Cena or something, yeah. that it's like a consequence of being like the super face mm-hmm. is that like sometimes you your faciness makes you look heel. Like, I don't right. know why. I don't know. It's just, a, it, it's in weird situations. That's all. I guess so.
0: Yeah. I will say this. Um, Ever since I've been a wrestling fan, you know, I would never have called Hulk Hogan one of my favorite wrestlers to watch. I would never have said that. No.
1: And I still wouldn't. But as I've gotten older. You appreciate him more. I appreciate yeah. him more. I, I'm the same. It's the, the the more years transpire and I go back and watch. It's just Hogan gives you that warm feeling like it's it's wrestling soul food, I guess. Or, mm-hmm. what it, you know, whatever they say. Sure. Like, no, no, no. I got it's, you. It's, it's, like, it's like you just. It makes you feel good, you know? It's like back to the good old days when it was just a good guy and a bad guy, and Hulk Hogan was the ultimate good guy.
0: Someone once said there's nothing like a good wrestling match between Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage, and that sums up that era perfectly. Yeah. There's just nothing like seeing that red and yellow.
1: Yeah, that that ultimate good guy and that dirty, rotten, you know, good wrestler, but he's just... Sneaky, slimy, you know? Yeah, you know?
0: And I would say Hulk Hogan, you know, as a... Hu- I don't want to get into him as a person, because this is a wrestling podcast, yeah. not like but a as political a, as podcast. a professional wrestler. One of the best of all time. Yeah. I don't care yeah. what his star ranking is of all time. I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah, Like, really, I don't care. He's simply the best. <laughs> I, I would have to say, I mean, my favorite, no, but the best of all time, yes. Yeah. Hulk Hogan is the greatest professional wrestler of all time. I think...
1: Overall. Yep, period, end of story. Overall. Yep.
0: Back after this.
3: Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Charlie Wilcox is having a bad day. But help is on the way. And his name what? is Chef Ramsey. I'm here to rent the apartment. Suburban commando. Honey, it's for you. It's Hulk Hogan like you've never seen him before. Whoa! skateboarding child raising no! crime fighting it's the charlie wilcox has just discovered the solution for all life's problems leave a message or take a seat <laughs> said take a seat funny that's real funny sometimes i just get carried away i'm just your landlord i bring you an extra bar of soap when you need it for being the target for instagram bounty hunters is a little out of my life i was frozen today hulk hogan what a nervous guy christopher lloyd suburban commando you got any idea what we're gonna do to you you're gonna pound my face what are you nuts this is the 90s we're gonna sue you
0: And welcome back wrestling fans (laughs) to our vantage point, the retro wrestling podcast, our season finale, Michael, season two finale, season two finale. That's right. Want to just remind you to check us out on the Twitter at OVP podcast. You can also email us. I didn't mention that before. We do get emails. Yeah,
1: if you'd like to email us, um, we have an email. We have an email. We, we do at, that still.
0: <laughs> it's OVP podcast at gmail.com. That is OVP podcast at gmail.com. And again, we want to thank all of our fans for their continued support. Yep, more content to come. More content is coming, folks. We are not going anywhere. We're in for the long haul. We are the fastest growing weekly episodic retro wrestling audio podcast in the world and video podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's what the statistics tell us. That's what Lord Alfred has been saying anyway.
1: Yeah, he's been rooting us on from the he side. He has. He's really liking this episode. He's reading his paper in the corner <laughs> like he's always got his cup of tea. Yeah, his tea, of course.
0: Yeah. Now, um, we had a very nice, intelligent fair discourse here about Hulk Hogan. Mm. All that shit's about to go out the window, Quinn, because we're reviewing
1: something... Yeah, and we can't let this slide. <laughs> uh, this is... It comes crashing down, <laughs> it right? It really comes crashing down. It, it's all downhill it from here. it hurts. It
0: hurts inside. Yeah, it's going to hurt a lot of people inside. Folks, if you've looked at the title of this episode, you know what we're reviewing.
1: Yeah, and it's not good. <laughs> it's <laughs> not
0: good. It is bad, actually. It is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Folks, back in 1999, a um, not a wrestling promoter, but a promoter of sorts, Bill mm-hmm. Stone, had an idea. And his idea, Quinn, was let's take all of these old wrestlers from the yeah. 80s and 90s. Let's throw them together in random matches. Let's put it at a casino in
1: Mississippi. And by the way, all these old wrestlers are way <laughs> past their prime. Yes. Way past their prime, like in sad... Yeah. Like, a, like a sad condition. Let's call it Heroes of Wrestling. and Which let's is put a, it on not pa- a bad name. Not a bad name. Yeah. Let's
0: put it on pay-per-view. Right. Let's see if we can get 40,000 buys. And if we do, we'll make
1: this a regular quarterly series. <sighs> well, the timing on this seems good on paper. Wrestling was in the middle of its
0: second boom. Second boom.
1: Here's all this talent yep. that is not being used.
0: And a lot of recognizable names you'll see. People
1: that people actually know.
0: People actually know these names. This is the height of the Attitude Era, I'd say. This is, folks, October 10th, 1999. And now this feed that we watched it on, it's not from... Richard any, Land. I don't know where the hell is I don't is, know where we got this from. This is from. from
1: Guy with Bad Pay-Per-View. <laughs> he taped it off the pay-per-view. God bless him. And there's there's clearly a, a <laughs> signal of that later. <laughs> yes. So we get this big
0: promo for it. It's a promo. It's not in the open. It's a promo. And we hear that it's going to be legendary grudge matches settled once and for all. Legendary grudge matches settled
1: once and for all. Only on pay-per-view. Now, why does everyone have a grudge <laughs> in, like, a promotion that doesn't have any storylines or anything? <laughs> It never existed before. It never existed. They're even, like, later they're trying to make it into a promotion. Do you, you remember this? Yes. Yeah. We'll no. get,
0: we'll, I guess we'll get into it. We get an on-screen graphic that says, We remember
1: Gorilla Monsoon, but it's, like, the worst picture. He looks horrible. Like he got run over by a car. Yeah, it looks like he got run over by a car, and he was, like, a pancake. And, like, and they they gorilla. comically, like, stretched him out, like, at his, like his, like, wavy... Like, like, it's like Looney Tunes, yeah. right? Oh, man, that was such a bad picture. Like,
0: I'm thankful they remembered him. You know, he had just died, but, I mean, they couldn't find a better picture.
1: Well, you know, it it looks like it's, like, a cardboard cutout of him taking a... a, a they put the cardboard cutout, like, on a side and took a picture from the front. <laughs> like, that's, like, what it looks like, I swear. It's so weird.
0: Uh, and then we get a promo for how, like, Mississippi is good or something because there was a hurricane, but it's... Okay,
1: I have a problem with this. <laughs> okay. Because... No offense Um, to Mississippi, obviously. Yeah, no, because they talk about how this hurricane, it, like, ruined the place where this is, right? Casino magic. Yeah, casino magic. And so their response to this was, let's build a casino where the hurricane hit. Isn't it just going to get hit by a hurricane again? Isn't that how, like, weather works? Like, how do they not... And also, that doesn't really sound good for the, like, the the wrestling. Like, what if the hurricane hits in the middle of the wrestling and then just kills everyone or, like, breaks the casino area? I don't know, like... This is horrible <laughs> already. Uh, this, this show is like a hurricane <laughs> in, in, in its destructive path, ruin the careers of many people. <laughs> well, here we are on the eye of the storm. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> they keep saying again, grudges are going to be settled.
2: Legendary grudge matches will finally be settled. I don't
1: understand what what grudges. I don't remember Greg Valentine <laughs> and George Steele George having a still problem. having an issue ever.
0: <laughs> so we get to uh, the intro finally. Yeah when you told me it sucked there's like clips of people fighting in the gi- in like
1: a high school gym yeah so they want this to seem like it's like a big deal right yeah so you know what reeks of a big deal wrestlers fighting at high school gyms against other old wrestlers. It just makes it look worse. And it's in black and white, like them fighting in gyms. I
0: think I saw a lunch lady in the background. I'm (laughs) not sure. It's like uh, Chris Farley dressed as the lunch (laughs) lady in the background. So we finally get our announcers here for the show. And this, folks... um let me just mention this You real want to tell test. this yes.
1: backstory, because this is actually yes. interesting.
0: Now, much has been said, first of all, about this pay-per-view. I know we're not the first, certainly, to review this. Right. And we're not here to tell you how bad the wrestling matches are, because
1: everyone has done that. We're here, Pretty much the most we can tell you about the matches was they sucked. They sucked. Like, there's literally... Well, there is one there's match one that's okay. There's one somewhat decent match, Yeah, but yeah. the rest, it's like, it's not even worth commenting on. It's really on. not.
0: So we're hosted here, and this is interesting. For weeks and weeks leading up to this, Gordon Sully,
1: Mr. Sue Play himself. They were going to whip him out of the cobwebs <laughs> yeah, for Yeah, they were going to
0: bust him out for this. Mothballs. He gets throat cancer, so he's not here. That's so sad. He, it is sad. His emergency replacement is a guy that the promoter, Bill Stone, knew. hmm And he's a professional broadcaster and everything. Now, mind you, I don't know anything about this guy. Me neither. His name is Randy Rosenblum. Okay and i think he did some kind of college sports i don't have it written down or anything he
1: seems like a sports announcer yeah he he
0: has a very professional um you know tenor and he he has a good voice and everything the problem is is that he's clueless about professional wrestling
1: yeah and he does an admirable job i would say I, trying, honestly, to, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, trying to like yeah like trying to like for someone who doesn't know anything nothing he's not bad it's like if you put me out there calling
0: motocross you know right, what i mean like, exactly. i'm not going to be able to do that he does have someone very good with him to
1: help him out, and that's Dutch Mantel, Uncle Zeb. Uncle Zeb himself is there, and while he does try really hard to shill it, and it's kind of annoying at times, it's necessary because it's necessary. this guy is not going to. He, and He can't do this. Yeah, and so Dutch <laughs> is kind of there to fill in the blanks, and he even says this to him at he the does. beginning. He does. He keeps making fun of him. Yeah. He's like, I know what I'm talking about. You yeah. don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Basically.
0: So we get some shitty pyro to open the show, Quinn.
1: Yeah. Now it's uh, they say that two thousand are jammed into this casino allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> First of all, that you're bragging. Why would you brag about that audience number?
0: That's like an ECW crowd. It's
1: like That's not like, impressive. I'm less than an ECW crowd. <laughs> oh, two thousand people. Uh, Randy Rosenblum. could probably fit two thousand people in this basement. <laughs>
0: Randy Rosenblum says, "I'm here with the dirty guy, Dutch Mantel. <laughs> remember how that? Yeah. Remember how he was called the dirty guy?
2: Yeah. Randy Rosenblum with the dirty guy, Dutch Mantel. That's me.
1: The screen graphics, <laughs> yeah, for like the matches, yeah. they're like these shitty press photos they found on like the side of the street. They're awful pictures, yeah, yeah. horrible.
0: One of them is like Marty Jannetty, and he's blatantly holding Shawn Michaels' legs. Yeah,
1: I mean these are like they didn't even like." They it's didn't almost like a they, they didn't try, but it's not only that, it's like they didn't even care to check if like you know does somebody own these pictures, like <laughs> right, you know like yeah, <laughs> like why are you having w w f talent like <laughs> in the picture with the talent you're using so our opening contest
0: here i hesitate to call it that it's a contest to watch this
1: (laughs) yeah Um, yeah, it really is and the
0: winner is not me or you quinn no not at all (laughs) the samoan swat team which is more like the samoan fat team yeah now now this isn't the original samoan swat team you were saying yeah this is the weird thing about it so you have samu from the mothballs as well yeah but it's not fatu L- no, like Rikishi. It's, it's the other Fatu. It's Fatu's twin brother. Yes, Sam like, Fatu.
1: Yeah. Now, do they do they ever mention it's not the real? Sp- no, they, they just they, call him Fatu. Yeah. F- what the fuck is I'm, that? I mean,
0: it is his last name also. I don't like that. I don't either. Like, it's and, Tama. not that.
1: Not that he doesn't. Ex- <laughs> he's his twin brother, so he like looks exactly like.
0: Yeah. It's it's the other it, it, folks. If you if you don't know who it is, it's the guy that was known as the Tonga kid or Tama from the Islanders. Yeah. He right. was also sometimes the third SWAT team member in yeah. WCW. Gotcha. But yeah. he's playing the role of Fatu here and he is fat too.
1: They're both really fat. Um <laughs> he's huge. they're not Yokozuna fat because no, Yoko's the, at his worst Oh, uh, We'll but, get to him, but um, so in, in this match, um I know I noticed at the very beginning that a fake Paul Lee Dangerously oh my comes God. out. Paul Adams, I think his name was. Okay. This guy was the worst. He was like, awful. He First of all, he's dressed in like, he's dressed in like suspenders and like a tie. So it's kind of like, he's kind of like how Paul would dress. Yeah, but he looks more like IRS almost. Yeah, and <laughs> he's got like a towel with him, like kind of how Paul, yeah. would, instead of a phone. But he's awful. And he's, he's just babbling on about nothing. Nothing. Self? self? Yeah, self, he keeps making that joke. Like I said to s- myself, self?
3: I had to think to myself. Self? What do you want to do to announce your presence nationwide with authority?
1: Like, Quinn, you could cut a better promo, like, right now if you uh, wanted I'm to. I'm cutting a promo <laughs> by doing this podcast. <laughs> And it's better than anything that this guy probably has ever done in his life. (laughs) Fuck him. Get the fuck off my YouTube, you asshole. Like, he is awful. No, I want to
0: mention a few things here, first of all.
1: (laughs) The guys that they're fighting
0: are uh, Tommy Rogers from the Fantastics Uh and Marty Jannetty from the Rockers. The Fantastic Rockers, maybe we can call them. I guess
1: they are something. Marty (laughs) Jannetty... Well, we'll get to oh. him in a second.
0: Now, there's some weird, like, aerobics music for the
1: SWAT team. Now, it doesn't noticed, fit them at all. I noticed that a couple of people have this generic yes. aerobics music. Like, it's like they literally had, like, three songs in their oh. iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even have iTunes. In their. On what, their MP3 player. Winamp. Maybe? <laughs> they had three songs in their Winamp. Real Amp. player. Yeah, real player. No, we're in the Winamp era. Okay, Winamp. Yeah. We'll so go with that. They had three songs on their Winamp. And yeah. Winamp 3.0, not out. Not Okay, fine. One. That's fine. Or 2.5, I'm sorry. That Whatever was the, you say, yeah. Quinn. With anyway, different skins. And that's, yeah, that's all they That's all they really had for this.
0: <laughs> and the Samoan SWAT team has Sika, Y. Yeah. And mm. he has,
1: like, the gray afro. It's yeah, weird. Th- that's Roman Reigns' dad, right? <laughs> yes. He <laughs> has Vince McMahon yeah, so kept the, reminding us. So there you go. We got the Roman Reigns connection in this show. Must be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and Quinn, you just blurt out in the middle of fake Paulie's promo, you're like, did people pay to go to this?
1: No. And <laughs> I was wondering that not as related to him, but literally i'm yeah. looking around and i'm like did they like actually sell tickets to this like because no one looks like okay this is what it really looks like to me it looks like the people like it just said like wrestling or something right so they came right. but they thought like it was going to be WWF because there is like a guy in the crowd that like the Doesn't. camera goes on him and he tries to do like the dx sign yeah. but i'm like like earnestly, like he probably really, I feel yeah. bad. Like he probably <laughs> really thought, like, oh, it's wrestling. Like, Degeneration X is gonna be here, right? It is the era of the casual fan. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Sure. So, sure. like, I, I they ripped him off. <laughs>
0: as my point, right? No. So this guy keeps blathering on. Finally, the promo
1: and Samu Quinn, you noted, is wearing pants or something. Yeah, he's wearing like weird, like black, like dicky pants, like khakis or something. <laughs> dickies. Like, yeah, like dickies, like. It's weird because I've never seen a Simone in pants in my life, other than Roman Reigns, of course. But We get awful music also for the fantastic rockers here. Now, I said, this feels like when your dads get together with their old friends and you don't understand like, what's happening. Yeah.
0: Like, that's this
1: whole show.
0: It pretty much is. It, uh, Dutch Mantel reminds us that we're turning back the clock tonight. Yeah, no shit.
1: We're turning uh, back uh, the clock. Turning- we should... Big Ben is We're getting We're turning erected. it back to the Big Tent era. <laughs> this is carny city. This is, like, this I've been is... saying a lot of Carney stuff in this episode, but this is like, this is probably why, because I watch this garbage and I'm like, that's what this comes off to me as. It's like, this is the circus. Yes, now... Like, <laughs> it's true you said marty Gennetti looks like yoda (laughs) yes okay so marty jennetti has like (laughs) like okay this is why it was funny because the first (laughs) thing you go is like marty jennetti looks pretty good right from
0: a far away shot yeah so
1: they close up on him and his face like the bags under his eye it looks like the puppet version of yoda in like in like return of the jedi or whatever right where he's like dying that yoda (laughs) It's like, it's like, no, don't let me leave. Let me shape it. Like, uh, that's Marty Gennetti. No, Might qu- as well have the little cane and, like, they, they crawls up in his little bed. Quinn, can you tell me about this casino plaque? Oh, right. So, in this show, there's like, um,. There's like a thing on the ring, right? And it's it's like basically like, you know those those things that you have on your desk that say like Mr. Gilbert, accountant or something, right? It's like a bigger version of that. Except it's with the casino's like phone number on it. And like but it's it's awful. It's, it's like a placard that's like sitting on top of the apron. So like the wrestlers keep bumping into it and knocking it like it's really like in the way like it's, it's not,
0: legitimately in the way yeah, yeah it's
1: like it's not like it's not like one of those things where the wrestlers are being obnoxious it's like no this is literally in their way i don't know like was that a condition of doing it in this casino that's that what they, i think because yeah, there's think no way anybody would agree to that unless the casino demanded it right i i don't know but yeah. I, I just know that we
0: are not even to the first match yet and it's already awful
1: it, it's terrible so um,
0: tommy rogers looked okay Yeah, he looks decent. Dutch is doing everything he can to make this watchable, to be fair to him.
1: He is really trying to sell it. He he does, for like every match, he says how, like, how important it is and like... He's blah, trying. Blah, blah. He's yeah, trying. I have no problem with that because they're trying to sell me something, of course. Exactly. They, he's, he's doing his job.
0: Samoan SWAT team winds up winning with a like face buster thing by <laughs> oh. Samu. I like how the notes just says, what? <laughs> what? Like, I don't know what that move... It didn't look good. It yeah, didn't look like a it finisher. Was, it was terrible. So we get an ad for uh, HeroesOfWrestling.com and ScoopWrestling.com. Now, now <laughs> during... During this, there was a
1: funny moment where, like, (laughs) heroesofwrestling.com, like, flashed across the screen, right?
0: So Quinn checked to see if it was still active.
1: I went to the website, and I was like, is this, like, up still? So I go to it, and it says, no, but the domain's for sale. Now, I'm like, oh my God, we should totally buy the domain so, to this. I'm like,
0: Quinn, we've got to buy this domain. So you're domain. getting really
1: over anxious, right? right? So I I'm like, okay, let me go to GoDaddy. Right. And I'm but, like,
0: Quinn, we can buy this domain and we can reveal on the show that we have bought heroesofwrestling.com. But
1: I hate to dash your dreams. Yes. But so I looked it up while we were watching the show and I put it in and I go to the cart to see how much it costs. They're selling this piece of shit domain, heroesofwrestling.com, for $2,408. It's amazing. No one. No one. Would ever buy that. No. I'm not spending that much
0: money on this domain. I'm not giving
1: Heroes of Wrestling that kind of money. (laughs) Uh, How many years ago was this? 17 17 years after the fact they're gonna make more off me than they did from the buy rate get the <laughs> fuck out of here like
0: oh uh, man i would have loved to have bought that domain though and then just revealed on what the podcast they, like,
1: who is receiving that money like i'm serious like is the promoter even alive oh, like i don't know this is so long ago hurricane might have got him yeah the hurricane might have got him like <laughs> This is, where's is that money going? I don't know. Why is it selling for that? That domain should be worth fifty two cents. It's bullshit. <laughs> so folks, if you want to donate to us, we'll buy that domain if we get enough two thousand four hundred eight dollars, <laughs> folks, and we'll buy the heroesofwrestling.com dot com domain. We will, Marty. Marty Hall, you got some money, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Richard, Richard Land, I know you. You're yeah. in cahoots yeah. with Buckshot
1: Lafunk. <laughs> And Tony, they Kleinman. must have all this money to buy all this footage. So, if we just pulled it to heroes of wrestling, yeah, that's this domain, folks. Well, yeah. Come on, this is our goal. For,
0: by the end of season three, I want this domain. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Well, maybe we can haggle them down. They are carnies. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, we go back to the show here. We get a backstage promo. Why? Yeah. With, with George Steele and Sherry Martell.
1: Okay. Now, here we some go. Thoughts on Sherry here. Why does she look like hotter she than awesome. she's ever
0: looked. She looks great It's at this. unbelievable. She looks like, really, really she's good.
1: thinner than I've ever seen her. She's like... Her hair's yeah, good. hair's good, no makeup no, on. No, she looks awesome. I, I was very like taken aback by this. It really stunned me, actually.
0: Folks, you remember we did a tribute to her. We love Sherry yeah. Martel. It's yeah. nice to see her doing something.
1: And this just feeds into that whole thing about how I say they try to ugly her up like, all the time. But the, yeah. it's really like when you get to see her when she looks normal, you're like, "She's pretty. why did anyone think that?" Like, what a team player! Yeah. I love awesome. Sherry, and she and she does it all in this. She, she does. She she's one of the rare people in this that's actually good. She is good here. Yeah. Now they refer to George Steele and Elizabeth. Now she's which, managing.
0: She's managing George Steele. He's got a leather jacket. He looks kind of thinner. Wait, I think I just figured this
1: out. What? Maybe you realized it. I didn't. What? Sherry's managing him because she was the anti-Elizabeth and George Steele is like, you know. Oh, come on. I don't think that's... I couldn't figure out the pairing. That's the only thing that makes Uh, sense. She's managing him because she's the only
0: woman manager they can get.
1: Why did this match need a woman manager? Why did
0: this match need to happen? Why isn't Sherry with Sweet Stan or whatever? They had nothing to do with each other. Yeah, but... All right, yeah. these two didn't either, but yeah, at least they were in the same organization. About, yeah. All right, anyway, the match here is Greg the Hammer Valentine against George the Animal Steel. First of all, no music for Valentine. So no. now we're really turning back the clock here. Yeah, yeah. And then he looks the same as always, about 50 years old. Yeah, just he, doesn't eternally. Age, he doesn't age. <laughs> no, because he's always 50. Yeah. So Valentine gets on the mic. Yeah, we're doing that. And he asks for a standing ovation. And then he's like, Johnny Valentine is my dad, and he didn't like George Steel. What the
1: fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, like, Quinn's like, why are
0: there angles? here.
1: <laughs> this company has existed for a cup of coffee. I don't care about your dad and all this crap. You you could be my dad. <laughs> and you're talking about your dad? Are you talking about grandpa here? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you talking about grandpa?
0: Yeah. Did you notice this, Quinn? Sherry is being billed as sensuous Sherry in this canon here. Right. So this is
1: the WCW Sherry,
0: I guess? I guess so, yeah. because they can't say sensational. Now, she look, like we said, she looks awesome.
1: Yeah. So Valentine's facing George Steele, right? Yes. Didn't Remember they had that pilot together for something fishy? Oh my god, yeah. And like, that was one George or something like that. Yeah, yeah, so they're fighting because they're friends. That's probably what this is. Yeah, you're That's probably right. That's probably what this is. You're probably right. That's probably all this is. The match gets underway, and
0: look, it's ass. It's like watching elderly men fight at fucking <laughs> Del Boca Vista. Jack Clompus is there or something. <laughs> Just take the pen. Yeah. Now, Quinn, you and I were saying, we'll give Randy Rosenbloom some credit, though. He's doing the best he can. Right on the right. knee Working that knee over is uh, Valentine. He doesn't know who these people are. Yeah. It's not his fault. Like, he didn't ask yeah. to do this. Uh, yeah. like, he wasn't like, I'm the best wrestling announcer ever. Let <laughs> He's me do like, it. like, I want
1: to go watch the Final Four or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> now... Now, Sherry turns on George Steele yes, in this match, which yes. is interesting. Very interesting. Well, I mean, she is a heel, right? So I'm... So the story is she... Well, she's kind of helping both, like, halfway through, and then she finally settles on, like, Greg Valentine. I don't know, like, what that's about. And the foreign object that's being passed around here... It's like here, a dog bone wrapped surrounded in, by tape. Yeah. Like, tape and paper Literally, towel. like a goofily, like, like, a cartoon dog bone.
0: So you were saying, Quinn, literally... Every match here is like walking and just nothing. Like they're just
1: walking around. I don't understand it. Like, did, did they hire these guys to wrestle or did they hire these guys to walk around the <laughs> ring? Like, what the fuck? I could have done that. I would ask for my money back if I was George Stone or whatever his name is Bill Stone. Bill Stone. <laughs> Bill Stone. <No>. William Stone.
0: <laughs> Billy. Billy Stone. As we're talking about Sherry here, she hits the animal with a chair. Valentine wins. And then, of course, Sherry bumps like the true fucking right pro out, that she they, is. They, they, they
1: throw her out of the ring over yep. the top rope takes the landing fantastic
0: awesome so we throw to some jabroni announcer here or uh, interviewer named michael saint Cla- i didn't even Clair. know that was his
1: name saint claude. claude whatever i don't who
0: cares and he's with uh julio fantasco who who <laughs>
1: no like seriously though who is this yeah I, I so this guy's like i'm never gonna lose a match <laughs>
3: What? and why i'm gonna win every match i ever wrestle again
1: D- i've never heard of you <laughs> did you even have a match after this? so i looked him up and he was like a jobber in like every conceivable place like he was in wwf like in the late 2000s like <laughs> i think weird. his last job was in 2013 when he jobbed to like finley i don't know what it was maybe that's too late for finley i don't remember but he did job to finley in 2008 and then it said he did make an appearance on in 2013 and like job some match lucky him yeah good for him well here he's 27 so he's
0: got to be the youngest guy on the show and he's fighting two cold scorpio wasn't scorpio just relevant
1: he literally was in the WWF
0: like a year before this (laughs) like so
1: why is he on this Like, this um, is a f-
0: hard fall. And Dutch does him a real service by calling him an old-timer. Yeah, that yeah, makes what? him sound good. So we realize, Quinn, the crowd really hasn't reacted to anything. Have you noticed that? Yeah,
1: I you know, I don't think the crowd really knows who these guys are. Yeah, what's going on. They're not paid, right? There's no way this is a paid crowd. This is like the casino where the locals
0: go, right? Like
1: where, like I want to yeah, go. No, in there's and, no
0: tourism. No, there. but I'm
1: saying it's like I'm thinking more like this is one of those casinos where it's like they got the license to have a casino in the area, right? Right. And that this is like you go for a day trip with your wife or yeah, something. Yeah, you live like, twenty minutes. You away. live twenty <laughs> minutes away, or maybe you sleep. You sleep at the casino, you know, because it's probably got a hotel or whatever. So it's like a, it's a nice little night a weekend getaway or something
0: i just imagine it
1: smelling like damp like feet <laughs> in this place <laughs> why was the logo to this casino so cheap and shitty everything about this is yeah. cheap and shitty Even the borgata is better than this borgata is okay yeah but i mean like it i just like they their marketing it's just better than this
0: you know the thing is when wrestlemania's four and five should have taught people don't do wrestling shows at casinos those are better than this and the crowd is never good though
1: yeah um, they're gamblers and tourists that was a little different though. This is like literally in the casinos like <laughs> <laughs> there's like slots this nearby is, yeah and stuff. this is <laughs> probably like that close to it whereas this is like it was in like a
0: yeah a convention thing. center yeah right. like <laughs> right Quinn, you noted they all have, like, the same music. Everyone seems to have, like, very similar music here. I mean,
1: everyone's—there is no difference of music. No, and Scorpio comes out with a fake big gold belt. No, this is weird. So, Scorpio comes out, and he's got the WCW World Heavyweight title. When WCW existed, and there is a WCW World Heavyweight champion, he's holding it. This is like—he's got this belt when it's being used still. Very strange. Yeah. He's also got dreadlocks. But uh, anyway, so Captain Lou joins the announcers (laughs) for some reason. Okay. Firstly, first with Captain Lou. Yes. I have a problem with this. (laughs) Because, and it's not to crap on Lou. It's more to crap on the WWE. Yeah. Why the fuck are they not taking care of this guy? Yeah, I thought he had lifetime employment. Why is he reduced to doing this? He is the only reason. Here we go. That they... Ever uh-huh. made it big. Uh-huh. I'm knew, serious. Knew, didn't we just talk about one of the reasons why they made it big in our last segment? Right, there was that, but the the rock and ro- the rock and roll came from him, and fine, the wrestling fine. came from okay, Hulk. Okay, all right. So, for them to do this to him is bullshit. The ref looks like Michael Serra. Yeah. <laughs> you did say that.
0: Now, I can't think of Lou Albano without thinking of Mario, because when I started yeah. watching tv you know like my cognizance age i was like four or five years old yeah and the super mario brothers super show was on on. it's like super mario's them for commentary
3: hey paisanos it's the super mario brothers super show
0: lou albano to me is mario yeah he'll always be mario to me i'm sorry he just always will be yeah but anyway, so let's get back to the rest of yeah, this. This is uh fine, I guess. You kinda said it was fine.
1: Yeah, it was just, you know, it was pretty high flyy, like, you know, jumping all over the place. Yeah. Julio's kinda I felt like he was taking some weird goofy bumps almost. Yeah. It's not the worst match ever. No, it's now, it's not bad.
0: Rosenbloom calls someone a youngster so i'm wondering is carlos cologne here because that would make sense yeah
1: well it is in memory to gorilla monsoon so (laughs) it
3: is carlos cologne the caribbean champion a lot of fire in this youngster
0: (laughs) no scorpio wins with definitely not the 450 i don't it was like a six he does
1: like he does like a a flippy thing lands with the leg drop out of the flip but he misses entirely but pins him with it awful yeah that that was you know for a match that was kind of competent that was kind of an like terrible ending ending, right and when you
0: say julio who's the best wrestler in the world
1: just lost he sucks yeah exactly they just told me he was like he's never gonna lose and then he loses so so lou albano says
0: quinn yeah he's been involved for 48 years yeah and has never
1: seen a production like this now I have not seen a production like this either. <laughs> During this thing, he starts they they start saying about how he's going to be the commissioner yes. of this what why do they need a commissioner
0: it's like a one night uh, show it's a one night show even if
1: it wasn't why do they yeah. need a commissioner he I'm, I I, feel like they also just made that like Dutch made that up because <laughs> he go like he acts like surprised like oh he's this is like, such not crying and then he's like this I'm gonna make it these matches are gonna be straight up and like he starts telling us his grand plans for heroes of wrestling <laughs> like wow well, like Lou Albano's got booking aspirations (laughs) for this company like he's gonna make it he's gonna take it to the top just like he did WWF that's right with the rock and wrestling action yeah sure couldn't
0: Vince have just like had him so he didn't have to deal with this I know. Like we mentioned like it's yeah. just sad to me. Now he yeah. now he's the commissioner, like really. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so we cut to a Bundy promo. By the way, I love King Kong Bundy, not as a wrestler, just as a thing. I yeah. like him. I think he's fun. Mm-hmm. Now he says something really out of character and weird. He says Yokozuna dissed him.
3: You
1: dissed the great Bundy at your own. Peril. what is he a rapper uh, well, what is that i don't know
0: the interviewer says this will be like the battle in the titanic yeah, this will be like the battle and that's what remember that big wrestling match in the titanic that's in nineteen twelve?
1: <laughs> right they body slammed yokozuna <laughs> on it it's split in half and then it's sunk right <laughs> i
0: thought that was what happened that is what happened so next up folks we're going to take a quick break but before that i just want to let you know Next up is maybe the worst match I've ever seen in my life.
1: (laughs) I think it was rated the worst match of, like, ever. I think Dave Meltzer gave it absolute zero. Yeah. uh,
0: Brian uh, Alvarez gave it more stars than there are in the universe or something like that.
1: Or, you know, minus more stars. Minus more stars,
0: yes. And uh, that match will be talked about right after this.
1: Sunday, October
3: 10th, a once-in-a-lifetime live event. Legendary grudge matches settled once and for all. Only on pay-per-view. Heroes of... Two-time WWF champion, the former Yokozuna, George the Animal Steel, King Kong Bundy, Jake the Snake Roberts, Graham the Hammer Valentine, Captain Lou Albano, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, Jimmy, Superfly Snooker, Luke and Butch, formerly the Bushwhackers, want more Heroes of Wrestling? You're only gonna get them on pay-per-view, Tully Blanchard, Marty Jannetty, Fantastic Tommy Rogers, the Iron Sheik, <laughs> Nikolai Volkoff, Cowboy, With Bob Orton, Nick Bockwinkle, Swit Stan Lane, Sherry Martel, Sensational, so many more. Hosted by the one and only Gordon Soley. Legendary grudge matches will be settled once and for all in this one-time-only mega event. Heroes of Wrestling, live from Casino Magic, live Sunday, October 10th, only on Pay-Per-View.
0: And welcome back, wrestling fans, to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Quinn, this is our Season 2 finale. Yes, it is. And we're going out with a bang. Oh, that's quite a bang. We're going out with a hurricane.
1: Yeah, hurricane. (laughs) Hurricane. Hurricane.
0: Now, folks, we last left off with a, um, a teaser for one of the worst matches I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah, now you had said this was, you know, you said to me during the break, this was rated like the worst. Thing. Meltzer gave it just um absolute zero yeah and Alvarez something with minus uh,
0: more stars than there are in the universe that's pretty low praise i would say it's very very low praise might possibly be the worst match of all time it really might be Quinn and folks before we get into that i just want to remind you help us buy heroeswrestling.com right Heroes it's of like two thousand four hundred
1: eight dollars or whatever i mean you could help us we'll do it I mean, the best we're going to get out of it is, like... Eight dollars. Yeah. No, the best we're going to get out of it is redirecting that to our domain. So, you decide the value of that, huh? Yeah, I guess so. What about this? What if we got 2,408 pennies? That's not that much money. No, it's like 24 bucks. <laughs> uh, it is
0: yeah folks of course check us out on the twitter at ovp podcast we love hearing from you we got some great fans and we want to thank you fans for supporting us this whole ride this is how we
1: thank them with this show
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so we also apologize to you all right so let's get to this match quinn it is the iron sheik and nikolai volkov against the bushwhackers
1: yeah so right from there you know um this is, this is param- going to be quality, yeah. This wouldn't be good when they were in their primes,
0: let alone... No, it wouldn't have been. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. This wouldn't have been good anytime. No, not at
1: all. So the sheik is waddling down the aisle. And who do they have with them Quinn some Soviet guy? So, first of all, it's 1999. The Soviet Union has been collapsed for quite a, quite a number years. of years at this point. Right. Um, So, they have a Soviet general... Krenushkev, <laughs> I think it's Nikita Brezhnikov, yes. Brezhnikov? Yes. And he looks like he's like Stalin or something. And he also looks a bit like M. Bison. Now, I, I noted that um, why would this guy be managing... These guys that right. are, like, 60-something. Like, he's wasting his money. He really is. They're not. He's not going to make money off these guys.
0: This makes no sense at all. That's a very bad business deal. Yeah, he's wasting his money
1: and his time doing this. Why do they need managers anyway? I, who, They've been around forever. They need managers now? If you're the Iron Sheik at this point, you can just call up Heroes of Wrestling and say, give me the fucking match, and, like, you're the Iron Sheik. So, of course, they're going to say yes, because it's a, a show about old men wrestling. Exactly, and he and fits that
0: mold perfectly. Yeah, he, he's this is he didn't really have to work for this paycheck. Anyway, so Bison here yeah. <laughs> cuts a promo in like an Italian-ish, yeah, accent. And Bison from Italy. Uh, i met him Bison, uh, the 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 Bushawak, uh, Not so good. Not from Good Thailand.
3: Show some respect. I know you're American, but try to show a little respect for
2: you
0: please. Definitely not from Good <laughs> Thailand. He's clearly an American guy that doesn't know how to do accents like me. Yeah, and he
1: got a mustache
0: and he has a mustache so anyway we get like the sheik's fucking club demonstration
1: yeah what they're i had said to you they're combining like every
0: yeah thing they ever did right, ever right like why i don't know and in the midst of that volkov sings like the soviet national anthem for like four <laughs> seconds we basically get and that's it yeah Everything's half-assed. Everything is half-assed here, and the Bushwhackers haven't even come out yet, and this is already awful. Yep. I
1: mean I'm not excited for it. Kind of disorienting, Quinn, to hear the Bushwhackers come out to generic music. It's bad, but like at this point in the show, I'm getting like fatigued. And yeah. I'm starting to feel like I'm watching a fever dream. The <laughs> way the lights are and like like I'm like what the fuck is this? Maybe it's like
0: Space Odyssey, you know? Stop, Dave.
1: Yeah, it. I don't know what's going on. Stop, Dave. Yeah, it's like I'm a computer and like I'm shutting down in that <laughs> yeah. movie, and it's like everything's in slow motion. Stop, Dave. Yeah. Stop, Dave.
0: Because that's how computers work. Yeah, remember when your computer shuts down, it just starts being slower? Windows is shutting (laughs) down. So, Quinn and I, at this point, veer into a discussion about who the better, more athletic bushwhacker is, and we kind of both agree... It's Butch. It's Butch.
1: He just, like, looks like the better one. It's, It's purely a looks thing, I think. He doesn't look better now. No, but, you know, at the time... I just thought he was just better. So did like, I.
0: He was always my favorite Bushwhacker. For no
1: real reason yeah. either. I think it's the other one has less teeth, so I just think. He does. Yeah.
0: Maybe that's what it is. Folks, who is your favorite Bushwhacker? Justin hand, I know your response. Let us know. Yeah. Marty Howell, you probably will too. Yeah. We want to know your favorite Bushwhacker. Right. We do. Which one? Luke or Butch? Like the hard-hitting questions on this podcast. That's right. We're, we pull no punches here. Volkov looks the same, 90 Yeah, he again, this is they picked the perfect guy for this because oh my god, yeah, yeah, you want to turn back the clock. This guy invented time, yeah, exactly. So, Quinn, I think you and I are going to agree here with Meltzer and Alvarez. This is terrible. Yeah. There's no way around it. I tried to watch this because I was like, is this really the worst match ever? Yes. Let's be honest here. This is the, not even on a star scale. It's just overall, like, it, it's not entertaining.
1: Nothing's happening. They're, they
0: are working so loose. Like, I could punch you from, like, across the room, and, like, that's about how right. loose so they, they were working. Right, so I think
1: that's, like, the big problem with this match is, is that um, they're... They look like they're trying not to hurt each other when, like, obviously in a match, you're not trying to hurt each other. Right, of course. They're, like, being overly cautious. Right, very cautious. Almost like they both know that all of them have replaced hips, (laughs) so they have to be careful about it. Oh, my God, yeah. And. (laughs) I mean seriously Like that's all That's what this is The
0: Bushwhackers went after some shit Who cares Dutch calls them Australian They're not wrong. And
1: I go Well that sucked Yeah basically So then Sheik and Volkov start arguing And then they hug So wait a sec They were gonna actually like it would be amazing if they did after all these years. Like, the the breakup happens at Heroes of Wrestling. Yeah, so nine people have seen it. And then they, they saunter off into the sunset or waddle off into the sunset on their own. And now we get the best part of the show, Quinn. Backstage. Oh, yes, this. Tully
0: Blanchard gets out of a limo and uh, gets attacked by Stan Lane. Then we get a promo from Tully. Mm-hmm. And this is a great line here. I noted this line verbatim. He says, I have been... In wrestling, long time. I don't do this as a living anymore.
3: <laughs> I have been in wrestling a long time. I don't do this for a living anymore.
1: That it's it's good. It's a really good because this is finally an explanation for like why are these guys fighting? Right. Like, this was the only match, and it, the match was good because it's of it. Good. They're just both acknowledging it's I, awesome yeah it's good it was like they're both like guys that they were in pretty decent shape yeah and they're just acknowledging it's like we were just gonna do this for fun and then stan lane got a little touchy about it right. and yep, he yep. starts with some bullshit with them yep. and attacks and when you said to me like his promo was so good it kind of made you forget that his hair is so <laughs> shitty yeah i mean it really did make me forget that they don't look in good shape however i had noted that they look good for their age they do and I think that's, like, admirable. Yeah. No, I, I agree. They look like, good. They're not young. They're not pretending to be young. Nope. And both of them aren't pretending to be young. Right. And you know what? That's fine. Speaking
0: of bad hair, Stan Lane has his hair bleached blonde. He looks like Glacier. Yeah, it's cut all short. It's
1: weird. Or he looks like Sting, but it's the, not as the musician. Yeah, it's not like he has that haircut I had when I was, like, in middle school or whatever Oof. with the floppy. Yeah, the floppy. Because that's what he used to have.
0: He did. Yeah. He had the floppy. So, Stan Lane cuts a promo now, referencing how he broadcasted for WWF and ESPN.
1: Yeah. I, I think yeah.
0: he did, like, speedboat.
1: Yeah, I, you said that. I was like, that, is that the only thing?
0: We're here at the National Championships in Clearwater, Florida, the next stop for superboat racing. These guys are probably the best, two on the show here, honestly. Yeah. And they both look fine. The match is fine. Yeah,
1: good match. They uh, both gave good promos. Good you said, promos. Klein. Yeah, really uh, decent. Tully wins the match with a suplex. You know, to, with the arm. Yeah, finish. to Stan Lane. both arms are down. And right. basically the ref's counting. And what I, I have to say, good on the ref who I've never seen him before. It was some cheap, like, rent-a-ref or something. <laughs> but he counts both hands like he's counting both, both of, of them. Both of them at the same time. And then when Tully's arm goes up, he stops the one count and counts to three on Stanley. Now, is that the official rules? I think that's how a double pin works. I, I, I'm not, you know, don't. I'm not reading the official World Wrestling Federation rule book or anything, but I, I, I would imagine that's how it works. They Do you have a have copy
0: that- of that? I don't know. Gorilla Monsoon does. It must exist on the internet. The internet's got everything. True. So we go backstage now. I have it written as Michael Saint John.
1: I don't know what this guy's <laughs> last name is. Let's, he's Michael Saint. How yeah, Michael that? Saint. How about that?
0: And he's with Bundy, Jim Neidhart, and more sound issues. Yeah, really bad sound. Obviously, I'm picky about sound, so right. like I
1: notice that stuff real fast. Well, I mean, they were horrible. Neidhart looks normal at least. Well, Neidhart again is another guy here who's yeah. like literally he was in WWF like a year ago and WCW right. Yeah, right. I think he was in wcw in 98 99
0: maybe 98 definitely he might have been in 99 so he's not that out of it you know what i mean Yeah. so
1: it's awkward that he's even here
0: speaking of awkward our next match is one man gang yes one man gang
1: yes the omg
0: against abdullah the
1: butcher and his boobs
0: now quinn says to me here now here's another guy talking about gang recently the tv champion in wcw a few years ago yeah i mean well not recently, but, you know, like three years before this. Not that bad. Yeah. So we get a pre-tape promo from the gang for no reason. You know, it's about nothing. And the camera zooms in and out. Quinn, it must have been Kevin Dunn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Abdullah is a... <sighs>
1: <laughs>
0: is, is this real? What is
1: this guy honest, John Cheatham? Is he the Cheatham the midget? Who in the living fuck is this guy? Why is he accompanying i the butcher. Could they just not get any of the real managers? Like what the fuck? There's no real managers except Sherry. No, she's the only one. And she's why is she in the real like one? deep undercard with an eighty thousand year old George Steele? Now we re- <laughs> now we referenced Carlos
0: Colon earlier.
1: Guess what? Dutch
0: references Carlos Cologne,
1: that (laughs) youngster. Yep. And blah, 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 match. Abby bleeds. Abby bleeds, of course. And I just cannot stop noticing his boobs. Direct quote from you, Quinn, if I may.
0: (laughs) Oh my God, his tits. (laughs) There's a fork. And then Quinn just like... Abdullah the Butcher is worse than Yokozuna. In fat levels? Yes. In
1: every level. So he had, like, weird, like, side... His boobs were, like, on the side... On his back? Yeah, on his back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, please appease me here, but, like, why the fuck... I don't get why Abdullah's pants were always so high. Like, is there a story? Like, does Marty Howe know about this? Like Marty Howell? (laughs) Somebody that watched before I did, because he seems to follow the more like the the territories and stuff than me. But like, what is the deal with this guy? Like, why are the pants so high? I don't know. Is and it's almost like he's trying to tuck his tits into his pants. (laughs) I'm not kidding <laughs> you're not kidding I know
0: you said this earlier and I agree with you yeah uh, the match Quinn if anyone cares is a double count out and Quinn you said to me it's because it's so hardcore
1: yeah there's forks knives spoons like you know you name it so I guess it's gotta be a count out now so they fight on the, uh, <laughs> the I don't know the Herotron the Herotron <laughs> I really wish it was called that <laughs> that's a great name I said they look like they're going to fall asleep on each other like that's like as they're fighting to the back they're yeah. just kind of like lying on each other yeah. standing up
0: yeah it's bad So that's the end of that. And we cut uh, to a very weird overhead (laughs) segment. Of like the security <laughs> so the, camera, the security
1: surveillance, 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 surveillance camera. Which I actually have to give them credit; they actually did this correctly. However, however, there was one minor problem. And so, if Heroes of Wrestling, you're listening, uh, Heroes of Wrestling <laughs> and you're making another one, you're going to do the camera thing again. Yeah, if
0: you're out there, Bill Stone.
1: Sur- surveillance cameras do not are not able to change angles or zoom. Now Most they had of the the, time. they had the angle that it was filming it from correct but the only difference is the only thing they screwed up on is it was like moving from one wrestler to the, like the camera was visibly way too yeah way zo- too movie yes yeah, so it's, it's like, also in color i was like this is the most advanced camera ever like for yeah. like what it is it's
0: almost like there was a cameraman up there yeah. holding one of their cameras right. filming this so anyway we get a promo with captain Louis albano the commissioner and jimmy right. snuka quinn you have a problem with this tell me why
1: Here's the thing It's like the whole storyline with Snook and Albano was like, wasn't Albano stealing money yes. from him or something? Yes. So now he's just going to let him manage him again. Right. All these years later and steal more money from Shouldn't him. Shouldn't that be the grudge match? Yeah, it should be Albano versus Snook. That, people would actually probably be like, I want to see that because I, I watched wrestling in the 1980s.
0: <laughs> 1940s. Yeah.
1: So Dutch again reminds us that we're turning back the clock today. Yeah, Dutch, I want to break your fucking clock. This is, you, uh, stop listen. talking about that if, this is old. If they turn back the clock, Jimmy Snuggle wouldn't look like this. If
0: they turn back the clock any further, you'd have to invent new numbers to make the time
1: earlier.
0: <laughs> this match is so long, by the way. Yeah, it is. And Quinn, you asked a very legitimate question. Why is Orton's hair blonde? Why is Bob Orton have blonde hair? <laughs>
1: His curly blonde hair he looks terrible.
0: No, I have a big problem with the finish here Quinn, not because of who wins but because of how. Jimmy Snuka wins but it's with a top rope
1: cross body block, not the splash cuz of it, all things. Like it's weird cuz like he's about to do the splash but were like gets up and then he gets like distracted and amazing. then Snooker just kind of turns it around on him and does the body block of thing, all cross things, body block. You would have bet on... He actually did it really well. He did it well. I I said to you, both ends, that was executed really well, and I was, like, surprised for, like, men of their age. you're right, you're right. Like, Snooka landed perfectly, and Orton took the bump like it was awesome. But think about it, Michael. You think of Jimmy Snooka, what do you think of? The top rope splash! I know, if you're gonna put him on, that's the only thing he should do. Like... (laughs)
0: Three-second squash.
1: Yeah, I mean, if he, even if you need, like, a cane to hold him up there, or, like, <laughs> like you, you raise the pole that holds up the ring up right. a little higher yeah. so he can hold on to it while he's, so, you know, <laughs> he needs some help. Like Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> also, Orton didn't have his cast on. I guess that injury finally healed.
1: Yeah, I so, guess it did. So here we go. Oh, God, here's the infamous the, promo. The infamous promo. Now, if anyone ever knew anything about this show, it's that... This Jake the Snake promo. Mm-hmm. Um, botchamania of like, botch-mania fame, I guess. Matthew. Yeah, Matthew
0: help, helped popularize it. Yeah. Now,
1: this is a promo where
0: Jake is very drunk. Extremely. In fact, folks, let's hear that promo in full right now.
2: He is a man that you all recognize. He's a legend. Come
3: on, Jake. Get on in here. The folks want to hear from you.
2: You all say, you know, you know, you see, Everybody says, well, gosh, you can see how you should gamble. Let me tell you something, Hamble. You don't want to play cards with me because I'll cheat. Okay? I cheat. You want to play 21? I got 22. You don't play blackjack? I got two of those, too. You don't play aces and eights? Maybe I got too many of those too. You do not. Gamble with me. The only thing you should gamble is this. Listen to me. When you walk in a casino and you want to gamble, the main thing is you should realize this. To gamble, you must accept losing. I don't accept losing. And even if Damien, Damien, my friend... My friend, Damien, is right
3: here. You Damien? Yeah, he just stuck his nice. head out of there. He's a
2: pile of steak, huh? Oh, you don't want to see this, do you? Well, Let me I show you something. Yeah, Let me okay, show you something. No, i tell you what, Anvil. Go ahead, Anvil. Roll the dice. Mr. Cameraman, get your ass back up here. Hello? I'm talking to you. Get the camera back up here. That... It's not what you need to worry about, Anvil. The bottom line is this. When the DDT comes, then the snake comes out.
3: Worry about the
2: DDT. 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 A man of his word, Jake the Snake Roberts.
0: Yeah, so it's awful yeah. as you want to play 21. Yeah. yeah, I got two of those, too.
1: Yeah, it's God. horrible. Ace is an Ace. And I just say, this is fucking sad. It, like, it is fucking sad. This is sad. where this show went from, like, kind of funny because it's bad. Inoffensive, to, though. Inoffensive. Inoff, inoffensive to now it's just depressing. It's depressing. And sad and offensive. Yeah, I totally agree with I, you. It's terrible. Like, at this point, I, I'm, like, wanting them to shut the show down. Because I just don't like this is just this is like mean. No one should have to see
0: this or do this, you know, like
1: some where the fuck was anyone to like get Jake and just take him away and like be like try later. Just come on.
0: So, yeah, his opponent's Jim Neidhart. Neidhart, I noticed, his graphic, his on-screen graphic, is literally a picture from, like, 1990 <laughs> yeah. when he was on the Hart Foundation. A
1: lot of these pictures we didn't know, they have their, like, WWF belts on them. Like, it's amazing. How would they get away with that?
0: Like you said, they found him on the side of the yeah. road. And we get generic, like, drummy music for the anvil, black mm-hmm. tights for him. He's got the black tights and with, anvil like, the anvil thing. looks in good shape.
1: Like, he's especially like, compared to now. Yeah, he looks... I mean, My j- dad will listen to Danny. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, the anvil wasn't shitty. yet. Yeah, he ain't. looks
0: Fine, yeah, he, he looks he's, fine. He's fu- he's recently <laughs> off his run. Now, Quinn, did you see this? Someone in the f- in the crowd holds up the worst <laughs> sign ever. I did see. It's this. a big piece of green construction paper, and then scrawled in like black marker, very faded or pen, by- <laughs> is "You stink."
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's it. You stink. <laughs> I
0: agree. Actually, that might be the best sign ever. Now that I think about it. Yeah. So Dutch references P W I and wow magazine finally somebody giving us due <laughs> being at ringside and quinn just says why would they come here <laughs> yeah
1: why i i still don't after if if you have anything <laughs> don't call them the after <laughs> don't call them the after, <laughs> but after if you're listening why the hell would you go to this like even back then i would have known that this would be shitty like <laughs> don't call them the after <laughs> Yes. don't call them the
2: aftermags.
1: So then Jake leaves. He leaves to go and change and take his shirt off. He's he's so drunk. Jake is so bad. He's so out of it that he thinks he he can't take his shirt off in front of everyone. Like he's got to go to the bathroom, take his shirt off, and then come back out without the shirt what if he went backstage and threw up or something? Or he went
0: backstage and took another swig? Yeah, yeah maybe one or the other. While he's doing that, Nightheart's posing for a while. So Jake comes back without his shirt, um, and he looks like an old mop. I don't know,
1: looks <laughs> like a puppy. I don't he's know how to describe like, him. He's got like weird, like sweatpants on that are like yeah. rolled up to show his oh, like snakeskin boots. But like not wrestling boots, like cowboy boots. Do you remember the comedian Gallagher? <laughs> yeah. Jake looks like his yes. dad. <laughs> oh, that's so mean. <laughs> It's terrible. It's true, though. So, the, the best thing here, Quinn, is you observe that of all people... Neidhart, yeah. Neidhart is the straight, like, like right. no, no problem with him. Right. Jim Neidhart, is your, like, straight man here? My dad, I listen to Danny! Like, I feel... You know what? I think Neidhart drank Clorox as a drug, <laughs> and he's the straight man here? Here's the thing, is there's, like, a lot of good from Neidhart here. Like, you can yes. legitimately tell he's trying. To like take care of this guy, he's trying to get this over with, get (laughs) Jake through it, you know, Jake through it and not embarrass him. Now, he's like selling for him, he's trying, he
0: really is. So, after some, like, you know, quote unquote wrestling, Mm -hmm. Jake (laughs) takes his snake out, starts (laughs) licking it. And then, you know but, treats and then, it like a penis and everything and then, speaking of penises the human
1: condominium <laughs> condom right did you okay bundy wanders out now, and quinn yeah they, they, they had mentioned they called him the human condominium now i always thought that this was like because he looks like a penis and a condom so he's the human condominium like do you, was that what they were going for with that joke when they used to say it i don't think so I think it was, actually. That sounds like a tongue-in-cheek gorilla thing that he would say, because he, he used to always say it. So He did. He would you know? make references to
0: Brooklyn Brawler right. from the yeah. Terry Garvin School of Self-Defense and all that. Yeah, gorillas was actually kind of
1: cerebral in that yeah, way. Yeah,
0: that's something that makes sense. So anyway, Bundy wanders out, Nightheart attacks Jake, puts him in a headlock, and just starts talking to him. You he know?
1: literally is, like, talk, like yelling. Yeah, like, he's like, not whispering. No, no, like, no. He's yelling in his ear, like, don't, or "Like." You, you don't know what he's saying, but it's like, it's clearly like, just stay down, just bro. Just stay down, Bundy's out here, yeah. you know, et cetera. Like, yeah. they're
0: clearly changing this, because folks, the main event
1: was supposed
0: to be Bundy
1: versus Yokozuna. But Jake is too inebriated to get to the back, so they turn this into a tag match. Right, basically. so Bundy joins Neidhart's side. Yoko is the face, which is funny. And what... And- okay, just pause for... What the fuck is this? Like, at this point, like... Like I said, fever dream. Now I'm, I'm walking into, like death dream like yeah. like on my deathbed dream. right like, this is this awful is, this is bad in the
0: midst of this randy Rosenbloom says the bundy is slapping the snake around now folks hold up i thought this was a family show I know. You can't be having this snake slap in here. Now, Neidhart is doing every single limited he thing really he is. can to salvage this.
1: Yeah, King Kong Bundy is crappy here, I said. Yeah, King Kong crappy. And then Yokozuna appears, fatter than I've ever seen him that in my life. That was an earthquake, I think, is what happened <laughs> when he walked out. Now, I want to address the next thing that happens. Yes, cause please do. Because this is do. so amazing. Please do. So, a little guy comes out. A mini King Kong Bundy, if you will. And now, folks, that's not just us. The they announcers are saying that. that. He's they got like call- a
0: dress shirt. He's dressed like Joey Mercury in. <laughs> in what were they called? Eminem Security? What were they called? No, Eminem. Uh, no. Seth Rollins had yeah, them as the cronies, right? Guys. Yeah, he, whatever. J and J, J and J. Thank you. Yeah. And he's dressed
1: like that, but yeah. he looks like King Kong Bundy. <laughs> he literally looks like him. And even the announcer guy, Rosenblum, is like, <laughs> "Yeah, they like saying who, well, that." Well, first of all, he goes. Who is this guy? Who is he? Well he what, doesn't know what? who anyone is. He's like, why is he here? And he then He should be with Art
0: Donovan on yeah. commentary.
1: <laughs> so then how Rosen- this guy weigh? Oh, how much oh. does that guy weigh? Rosenblum's actually the one who coins the term mini King Kong Bundy in the middle. He <laughs> he said he looks like a mini King Kong Bundy. And then he and then he just keeps calling him that the whole time. That's Randy
0: Rosenblum's legacy with wrestling yeah. <laughs> here. Now, Quinn, this is really sad. <laughs>
1: Jake, it is sad, but it's true. Jake just falls over. Like for no, nobody pushes, nobody pushes her. He just falls. <laughs> he just falls over he literally, And just falls yeah. uh, uh,
0: And then Quinn you said to What is even happening anymore Is yeah, this even what? a match That's You what got I people said. falling down <laughs> Yoko's just like <laughs> taking up half the ring
1: he Baby did. Bundy <laughs> Jim Neidhart is the voice of reason We've descended into madness folks At this point <laughs> So then like, Neidhart is like <laughs> fuck it. He hits
0: Jake with two chairs Two chairs at once He should have hit him with an electric chair that's
1: how bad this is i go this is one of the worst wrestling shows i
0: have ever seen in my life i know and i ask quinn like <laughs> what are we even watching anymore i it's, don't know it's not even wrestling who the hell is this baby bundy <laughs> randy rosenberg <laughs> keeps calling yoko <laughs> the
1: former Yokozuna yeah, like, Did he lose the title? Like, did they demote him to like what I under Zuna? What, what do you what do you call it I think you call it a Rikishi actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's a Rikishi here? <laughs> he might have called it. Give up. Now I'm Jake. Away. Okay. Well now Jake's shoes are off and Yoko gets the fat tag. <laughs> and Bundy t- Desperately wins the match with a splash to Jake. Oh my God! And the ref The count, ref, the ref yeah. counted so fast that Jake couldn't do anything because what we missed in oh all this God. is like the ref was kind of like, um, like he was trying to end it before. Yes. He like was. <laughs> at this point, like Jake will kick out of anything because he's so wasted, right? And like so, finally the ref. The next time he gets him down, it's just yeah. like immediately, like yes. just done. So then Yoko
0: beats up the baby Bundy while Jake kind of just mm, (laughs) staggers. Like It's like he got drunker and he's not even drinking anymore, which was weird. Right, and I want to point out, Randy Rosenblum, you can shit on him all you want. You can make fun of him for his lack of wrestling knowledge. But I'll tell you what, folks, he had the line of the night. He was dropping some (laughs) truth right here. Randy Rosenblum (laughs) says this is hard to
1: watch. That's painful. That's hard to watch. It is. And he starts telling people, if they have kids, like, turn this off. Like No shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're literally watching a drunk man. And this is the best part. The show fades out with Dutch in mid-sentence. <laughs> then it fades back in yes. with
0: Jake passed
1: out in the ring. <laughs> yes, it fades back in to shows Jake passed out in the ring with Yoko trying to help him up. End of show. What if it fades back in? <laughs> Why would you come back? <laughs> why (laughs) oh my god so (laughs) this was the worst joe i like this is the worst i I can't even reviewed i can't we can't even like hold it together no it like i said you know from a dream to a fever dream to like a deathbed dream yeah this was bad like horrible
0: (sighs) so the goal here from bill stone was let's get forty thousand buys if i do i'll do a quarterly 29,000 buys. Not only that, there is a rumor That's actually more than I would have thought. 29,000 people is not a lot. It's though. not a lot, but it's, it's more really than TNA. Not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as many as the population of your uh, your hometown. Right. Yeah, but there's a rumor Quinn that the promoter Bill Stone as the show was going on he knew that it was so bad Oh no! that he started booking his return flight the fuck out of there. <laughs> and he's like, I'm done. Okay, this sucked. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I admit it. Yeah. He, I would, too. Because the guy wasn't a wrestling guy.
1: Right. He so just, he didn't he know, just, know. He saw names and he names, was like,
0: yeah. money, dollar signs. He didn't know what he was getting into here. You know. With, so, with Joe, final, yes.
1: what did you think of this?
0: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> what is your final uh, verdict? It's almost like you have to give it its own category. Right. Because is it a horrible pay-per-view? Yes, but there was no way it would be good. No, it it didn't. There was so no versus way. expectations you you would yeah. expect it to be bad and it was. Right. Versus, you know, there's some bad WWF, WCW pay-per-views yeah. that you would think would be good and they're not. Exactly. So it's it's the shock of it not being good. There's no shock. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's of just course it's, it's bad. what you think it is. Yeah, but it's everything plus that, because you got people falling down in the ring and you want to play twenty one and angles and yeah. commissioners and Randy
1: Rosenblum. I would say, you know what, this show was fun for a hot minute and then the whole last like hour with Jake. Yeah, I mean it's unbearable. Like this is not an easy watch. It went from like it's funny. Yeah, the first hour. And then like I know we were laughing at the end, but like it's just such a fucking scene at the end. Like it's you're almost laughing because you just if you didn't you would like just feel so depressed. Like it's just
0: (laughs) so terrible. And I will say this though. I am very happy. It's it's sad that Yoko Zune is no longer with us. Yeah. I'm very happy that King Kong Bundy still alive and well. Jim Neidhart still alive and well. he, yeah. he listened to Danny apparently. Yeah, he did. Dan Spivey. And now he
1: was at Natty's wedding, and you know, um, with TJ. With TJ.
0: And uh, and uh, very very happy that Jake Roberts doing better than ever.
1: That was the greatest story. That's a ever. success here. Yeah, it's a success story. It, this is his. L- I mean, there's probably lower of lows for him in his life that weren't on camera, but probably on yeah, camera, sure. this is the worst thing it that's is. ever happened to him.
0: On camera, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I am so happy to see that Jake Roberts turned it around, to see him get into the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, to see him be this low and to see him make it to the Hall of Fame, like it puts it all into perspective. God bless you, Jake yeah. Roberts, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're serious. very
0: happy that you're doing so well. We really are, and it's very nice to see... Someone turn his yeah, life around. Yeah, I'm I'm really legitimately happy. I am not <laughs> going to say that Heroes of Wrestling was good, though. I'm very was... happy to see Heroes
1: of Wrestling non-existent. Oh my
0: gosh! Good thing they didn't do more good of those. Good
1: thing that um, you know, Lou Albano didn't continue his commissionership over there and um, yeah, keep booking those matches.
0: Now, folks, if you haven't seen Heroes of Wrestling, I'll say this: I have been a wrestling fan for a long <laughs> time, and this came out 17 years ago. And just to make a point, Quinn and I didn't watch it until now yeah <laughs> so we didn't want to we didn't, we didn't want really to. seek it no so do it at your own risk for curiosity's sake sure it's not fun
1: yeah it's it's really not like it's not good i'm I mean, not just saying this that. review is more entertaining i think so and like i'm not even saying that to like toot our own horn no like, no no <laughs> there's literally nothing entertaining about this it's
0: not good yeah so quinn it's been a good season wouldn't you say it's been a great season. Now, the thing is, is what the hell are we going to do for season three? Well, there are
1: plans. Oh,
0: there are plans, folks. And we want you to join in with the plans. We are definitely looking forward to doing season three. It's going to be a fun time, I would say. Yeah, definitely. New format coming, new segments. Oh, don't worry, though. We will still be reviewing something. Uh, the review stays. That stays by popular demand. Yes. You know, millions of people writing millions, in. Yeah. yeah, tweeting in, saying that we need to keep doing this review, so we're <laughs> We keep doing it. Yeah, the reviews stand. So, folks, thank you so much for a great season two. Thank you for all of your support. Yeah. We are very appreciative of all of our fans, and be sure to check us out on the Twitter at OVP Podcast. Yeah. You can email us, ovpodcast at gmail.com. We got ovppodcast.com. Yeah, the dot com. We're on the iTunes, leave us a review. We'd really appreciate that. Yep. The
1: Stitcher Google Play. Yeah, Uh, uh tune, tune in all the stuff <laughs> Blueberry, like Yeah, all that. Player.fm.
0: Folks, have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week, a great rest of your February. Right. We will see you in March for season three. It'll be a great time. And we promise, never with Heroes of Wrestling ever again. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) Folks, have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for these first two seasons. We will see you in season three. See ya. Thank you. All right, we're on for real this time, hopefully, so. Hey. How am I starting
1: this? What am I saying? You know. Well, there's gonna be music. Well, do you just you know what? You can acknowledge this is the first episode. I will, I'm going yeah, to. Welcome to our first episode, something like that. Alright, ready?
0: Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. <laughs>
1: hold on, hold on.
0: <laughs> Wait, that really happened? That's what we said would happen. <laughs> And welcome back, wrestling fans. To our vantage point, the rest... Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. (laughs) Wow, we sound stupid. Hello, TJ. Three, two, one. And welcome back, wrestling (laughs) fans. Stop. I I didn't do that on purpose. Tom.
1: We have, to do, we have to do this all-American. <laughs> it's important. <sighs> all right.
0: DJ, I'm 99. Hello, wrestling fans. I'm sitting at Quinza table over here. Yeah, we're reversed. Yeah, it's very rare. But we're testing things. So. This is called a test. Actually, you ever heard of a test? It's a test, all remember, right. Remember test, yeah. the wrestler? isn't that... <laughs> we're reviewing something.
1: Yeah, we are. It's something, all right. It's something. Well, I, go exactly. ahead, I... I think it's very... <laughs> <laughs> what is going We're on? on a
0: roll. Yeah. How is this good? This is not good. Yeah, this is <laughs> terrible. What are you talking about? This is something. It's something. I didn't say it was a good something.
1: Oh. Dumb music place. Dumb music place. Dumb music place. Dumb music place. D. Fuck. I'm Renee Young, so I'm too big for my okay. britches.
0: So, Quinn, what we're going to do now yeah. is we'll play this back on regular speakers. Oh, this is all recording right now? I'm recording the whole thing oh, right okay, now. Okay, cool. Why don't we do that? We'll do a, a playback here, and we'll be back never.
1: Yeah, never <laughs> after this. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, wow. Can we listen back to that? That was funny. All right.
3: wait, wait! wait